Yo, what what's going up? on? What is happening? Words. You're in review. 2021. Words. Can you words, believe words. it? It's happening. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's here. Um, yep. December 20, 29th? 29th. Yeah, December 29th. December 29th. Wow. Two days left of this year. We made it, I think. Unless this is all the Matrix, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm hearing that it's going to be the last one. It, <laughs> right. it better be. It better be. I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't think I've... I've seen the other ones, kind of. I don't think I finished two. I didn't finish two. I saw three in the theaters, but I don't remember it. <laughs> and uh, I have no intention of seeing four. So that's, yeah. that's the Matrix for you. I, I saw the, the original three in theaters, and... They uh, the first one was really good, as everybody should know, and everybody should have watched by now. But I didn't care much for the other two, and so I don't have high hopes for this most recent one. But um, as you can see, viewers, listeners, anybody uh, along the bottom, I guess only viewers would be able to see. Please write in the comments. Tell us what you want to see. What what I, I guess really what you saw this year, what you loved, what games you played, what movies you watched. Uh, we already have one popping up in the comments here from Jamie O'Connor. The Suicide Squad was up there for her. Well, it was for me, too, because that was just a very, very unexpectedly funny movie, at least unexpected to me. I don't know. Maybe you, Alex, thought it was more expected. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, it was a good movie. It was good. It was fun. Um, I didn't know what to expect to go into. I knew it'd be something very similar to uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was. It's pretty much a DC version of it, because DC is more violent and de- destructive, <laughs> and uh, that is literally what happened. Yep. And when then, James like, Gunn look... does a DC movie, that's that's what you get. Well, just I mean, to be that. fair, he did movies <laughs> before Marvel. He did superhero movies before Marvel. It's not like he's just a Marvel director. Well, I mean, it's like. Um, what you call it kind of made him famous. Famous. He was famous before, but I mean, Galaxy of the Guardian, Galaxy of the Guardians. You know, uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy kind of like put him on the map. Like, you can't really think. You know, like, uh, what else did he do? He hasn't really like before Guardians of the Galaxy. He wasn't really he was a director. Super... Yeah, he was. Well, he did like James three Grand movies director. as a director before, or two movies before Guardians of the Galaxy. As a director, he it, wrote. He was a writer for a long time. Fair. Like he wrote Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo Two. Um, I actually didn't know he wrote those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah those are great movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he, he wrote Dawn of the Dead, so that's not that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By Zack Snyder. Um, yeah, I guess the only other movie that I even like recognize that he did before, uh, other than Super, would have been Movie Forty Three, but I never saw it. I just recognize the title. I have no idea what you're talking about. So there you go. All right, there you go. Movie yeah. 43. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> he did that, my friend. Yeah, he did. I'm on IMDb, unless IMDb is lying to me. Well, I'm on his Wikipedia and it says he doesn't. It doesn't have that on there. So who are you going to trust more, Wikipedia, which is just what does it say that he did for written? It? it said he's directed it and wrote it. Who's a bot? I don't know. Who's the the? the uh, oh, I closed it. Uh, who's the Who's the production company? 
production company is okay first of all it's starring emma stone stephen merchant richard gear um amongst many other well-known people uh apparently hugh jackman was in it halle berry whole lot movie of 40 oh movie for i know what that is um that's a comedy isn't it Oh, and this is probably where he knew. Uh, yeah, it's a comedy. This is probably where he knew. Yeah, because he's um, so it's like it was a it was a group of people who did that. Um, oh, was it? Yeah, like you got Elizabeth Banks. Oh, there's a got, bunch of directors. It's, yeah, it's right. six Steven segments. Thrills, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now yeah, I remember yeah. that movie. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, that's probably why that. it's not listed because it's not just him. It's not just solely him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, like his his directorial like debut was slither and i never saw that either so that movie sounds super familiar as well too that's well you probably saw it because it's got nathan fillion in it so uh, i don't think i actually saw it but i do (laughs) recognize loser um (laughs) no he's got nathan fillion elizabeth bank michael roker obviously because michael roker's (laughs) in everything he does um that's funny yeah i never saw it either but yeah it's something about Rob Zombie was in Slither. I shouldn't be surprised. Something about murdering parasites and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) Either way, so yeah, so that's James Gunn for you. Yeah, expected. Yep, yep. yep. To be expected. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, movies. You know. Movies. Yeah. Where we got? Where we going? Where we going with this? Okay. Oh my gosh, there's so many. Let's just let's just dig into it. Okay. Tell me what your favorite movie of this year was. Let's just start with that. Oh fuck, I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll make it easy for you. you just have to yeah. pick one, Alex. Uh, well, I mean, what considers it a movie? You know. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Shang Chi's up there. It was fun. It was really good. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of fun. Are always fun. Yeah. Um, Justice League was good. It was. I mean, I'm just a Batman fanatic, so I mean, you know, it's fun. But I don't know. I don't know what really stole the year. I would have to probably Shang Chi is probably the top one. Yeah. I mean, it was surprising to come out of that. Yeah. Yeah. That. It was. It was really good. Um, yeah. I wasn't surprised. I knew it would be good because, um, Asians, you know. They do well. Um, but yeah, I don't think there was a lot of other movies that really gripped it. I mean, like, yeah, you got Suicide Squad in there. You got... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else was there? Uh, I mean, we just saw si- uh, Spider-Man. No way yeah, home. I don't count that as a movie. That was, as tw- like, you know, because it's, it's still out. It's totally 2021. It's still out. It's, you know, like, it's the end of the year. You know, but if it's released in 2021, what awards does it get nominated for? Does it get award nominated for 2022 awards? No, it gets nominated it would for, for like, uh, it depends. Like, it's one of those weird ones. Like, it depends when they decide to nominate it. Like, you mm. could, they could have, they, they're not, I think all the stuff have to be in by like November or something. I don't remember. I don't fucking know. There's some weird shit about it. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I just don't count it because it's still in theaters and it's still, um still changing like you know like millions of people are still gonna see it still so like the numbers for records and all that stuff is gonna change yeah but it's not about records but like if i see it again in 2021 like is it gonna change it again in the theaters like for me i don't know i don't know (laughs) i don't know you know alex going into this i thought you were gonna tell me that your favorite movie of this year was the tomorrow war starring chris pratt i just 
Mm, I got totally. a hunch, but you know, totally. like, I'm, I'm, you know, um, pleasantly surprised that you picked something else, and I'm okay with that. It's more war. What a movie! <laughs> oh my gosh, that is like honestly. So I was sitting down before this, and I was trying to figure out what movies came out this year. You know, and I'm just trying to really think back critically, like what movies came out, what movies did I see, and I saw quite a few movies. But when it got to like Amazon Prime, Prime Video, I was like, okay, I'm gonna look up all the Prime Video movies, like original content for Amazon Prime Video. And the only movie I could like find that I had seen was The Tomorrow War, and I was like, this was such a terrible. Yeah, movie. you didn't watch Chaos Walking when that came out. <laughs> no, I have year. not seen Chaos Walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it was not great. Yeah, no. Like it's staring people. I I genuinely enjoy. I like Daisy Ridley. I like Tom Holland, but. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's just a, it's just a futuristic, apocalyptical, whatever the fuck they're called. Isn't like in just like another one where they're all bl- like deaf, like C on Apple TV Plus. No, it's so normal. what happened is, um, uh, so I guess in the community, so they're in a community on a planet, which uh, like mm. they're they found a new planet from Earth, so like they left sure. Earth and went to this new planet. Assuming it's Earth, I don't really remember. I can't remember. And um, and then this colony is only men because all the women were killed or just disappeared by these um, uh, monsters, like the local people on the planet, um, which you find out later about all their stuff about it, obviously. Yeah. So, But all the men on the planet thought or projected. So when anything you're saying in your head are projected and everyone can hear you. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of do that. But women don't. So then Daisy was uh, Daisy Ridley's character shows up and is the first woman that they've seen in like 20 years or something. Uh, okay, and okay. it kind of goes on to that, but there's more to it. And then there's, it's like, cause they're coming from a, like a colony from another yeah. planet. So like they were one yeah. colony that showed up like one um, group of people that showed up and then, then they were waiting for nearly 10 years or something for another one to show up or whatever. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where it goes. It was interesting. I think the book apparently is supposed to be obviously much better, obviously. Mm. If they was probably good if they decided to make it a movie. Yeah. Not necessarily true, but um yeah, it's interesting. It's a you know, it's, it's something to kill. Time to yeah. kill, you know. <laughs> um man, so many movies came out this year. Actually, uh, uh, some of my like um top movies of this year would have included a few from netflix uh the fear street trilogy i really enjoyed i thought those were a lot of fun um i'm not gonna go out there and say they were the best movies of the year but i really like enjoyed them i liked that the format of releasing one each week for three weeks um getting to see three movies in the same series was really cool i enjoyed that um the mitchells versus the machines that animated film that was a ton of fun that was just a blast um just a hilarious movie all around uh bo burnham's inside netflix actually kind of rocked it out of the park in many ways um yeah bo burnham's inside his like one man production the soundtrack that came out from it i listened to like ad nauseum uh for quite a while and i still listen to a lot of the songs off that that uh soundtrack so definitely up there for me um we got jungle cruise which was probably like the rock's best performance like if you heard how many dad jokes he dropped in it like how can you top that performance that was Ugh. that was just incredible matt's favorite movie of 2021 <laughs> was jungle cruise um i'm shocked you didn't say cruella i thought cruella was gonna be your favorite movie of all time cruella was fine 
No, like, it wasn't. It was garbage. Like, let's not <laughs> lie ourselves here. Um, I don't even remember what we re- reviewed it, but it was it was not it was not up there. No, it's, uh, and you know what? She's gonna get nominated um, for an Oscar because she's fucking what's her name? Yeah, uh, Red Notice. I actually just watched finally last night. Got around to watching it. Um, I haven't watched a lot of action movies recently. Like I, I in the past couple of years. So like when I do, I really have to remind myself like turn your brain off, enjoy it for like. The spectacle of the action. I tell you that film. every movie you ever fucking watch. Well, I struggle. Don't. Like I, I, I have to like, get into like, you do that characters for, and how things go together. Like, if you do that right? for like for Godzilla and like Mortal Kombat, you just remember these characters are never going to exist well, in the real Godzilla world. Godzilla gets a pass because it's a monster movie, and I can. That's turn what I'm saying. But then you gave. Movie. Oh, right? anyways, go on. Mortal Kombat, I, I struggle with because it was just not a good movie. <laughs> eh, the opening fight sequence kind of, you know, was pretty great. But some whatever. choreography was good. Yes, some. But, like, on the whole, like, the movie was hot garbage. Uh, Red Notice I, mean, I enjoyed. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, it fun. wasn't a good movie. I'm just saying I have to remind myself going into action films. Like, Over, this isn't going to be, like, a strong character film where, like, Red everything Notice was, was uh, well foreshadowed. Was a mess. It was there was no chemistry between the characters or the actors. Well, like the Rock played the Rock. Red, you could uh, tell half the Ryan time Reynolds they weren't the there. Reynolds. Yeah, they weren't there. Like the one scene when they're in like, um, spoiler, when they're in like the jail and they're talking with her, yeah. you could mm-hmm. tell they shot that at two different times because they were they would never show the three of them at the same time. Mm. And I was just like, that's annoying. You can't control <laughs> chemistry that way if you're not being there at the same time i understand there's covid protocols and they're all from different parts yeah. of the world but yeah, yeah like come on now delay the movie fuck it you know what i mean it's your most expensive movie i get you know, it there's an interesting but, so there's a couple of moments where we saw movies like uh zach snyder's the justice league when you see jared leto talking to ben affleck's batman but that wasn't filmed together and they no. did that okay um there was one that i re- recently learned about that i had absolutely no idea happened um when i saw this movie this wasn't a movie from this year this was spider-man um the second one with tom holland uh far from home um so when he goes into that hotel room and nick fury's sitting beside behind him and they're having a conversation they were filmed completely separate locations like they were not filmed together doing mm-hmm. that scene but like watching it i had no idea they actually did a really good job uh doing I mean, that it's not one. hard to do if you're good at it like True. if you have the right director doing it and the right people doing True. it but like who directed Red Notice? I actually don't even know. I don't really know. Probably Adam McKay because he's horrible. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I haven't seen wow. Don't Fall Rawson Marshall Thurber. Yeah, see, Who The Rock just that? finds his friends and just gets them to do stuff with him. And then... Oh, this guy did like Easy A, Skyscraper, which is another Rock movie. Yeah, so The Rock just gets his friends to do stuff. He did Dodgeball. Like... Yeah, okay, uh, but Dodgeball is not the most creative. Like, it's a creative story. But... yeah. It's only funny because of certain moments of it, and we were young and sure. stupid. If we watched it, if <laughs> we made really it, good for the time. we made the movie today, we'd fucking. Oh, hit. if it was made today, yes, I agree. I don't think it would have hit off as well. That's but what I mean. Time, like you got to think. Yeah, exactly. Funny. Now, if I watch it yeah. now, I think it's the dumbest movie in the world. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Suck it. Because um, I know Dave will like wow, if Dave was watching this. If Dave was watching this, he would be like, "No, oh, it's the best movie of all time." What are you saying? You know, it's Dave. It's classic Dave. Oh man, um, we all know it to be yeah. true. Let's not fight it. <laughs> Let's see what other movies came out. Um, we got Black Widow this year finally. Eh. Uh, eh. She introduced it. was yeah. a horrible movie. It was not a horrible movie. Sorry, it wasn't horrible. It introduced movie. the best character they've released in a long time. But that's yes, it. it did. Yep, yep. 
and she, we got to see more of her in Hawkeye, but we're not talking about TV series yet. We're talking about movies or so let's stick to movies. Um, what else do we get this year? Okay. So yeah, Netflix obviously had a pretty strong year and like, you know what, that, that was told to us at the start of the year, Jan one, we knew they were releasing a new movie every week or was it like a new original content every week? I, I think it's actually... supposed to be a movie every week, but I don't know. Yeah. Remember. Most movies so they, they released like, a lot. Didn't... Like we got army of the dead and we got the sequel to army of the, or the prequel. Prequel, it's kind sequel? of a prequel, prequel. yeah, basically. Um, the prequel is not bad. I actually haven't but seen the, the not prequel. Not bad. She's a bunch of bank heists, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, the Army of the Dead movie was, it, like, I didn't think it was a particularly good movie. Dave Bautista is not a good actor. He should not be, like, the front runner of any movie, period. It was um, fun. It was, you know, like I said, like, you get away from the actual story plot of it, like, yeah. and the characters. Like, it was a fun movie. If you just pull yourself yeah. out of it and just and again they did an amazing job replacing an actor across sometimes the yeah <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it was really ugly job. like yeah. when they came out of the tunnel you could just also tell it was like oh wow but that's i didn't hard to know do. about it until after i watched the movie yeah and I so watching you, yeah. the movie uh, i had no idea so like if you weren't looking for it you, like like i wasn't looking for it i would not have known like i just I, well there's a lot of dead pixels and spots and stuff like you could just sure. tell and that's also a netflix problem in general but um but like i also i also knew that ha- that happened and i kind of wanted yeah. to see how they did it yeah, um, yeah. because she was she shot all her scenes by herself okay so like she never met dave batista she never met right she yeah, only yeah. met the one girl sorry the one yeah. girl uh what's her name i can't remember her name but when they're on the roof with just her and mm-hmm. her yeah um that's when they met that was the only scene she ever did with somebody. Hmm. Um, everything else she did by herself. Well, which is, you know, did a good job, in my opinion. Yeah. And then, like, what the Army of Thieves was the seed prequel to it. And mm-hmm. the guy who plays the main character from, and he's in Army of Dead, he directed that one, too. So oh, it wasn't bad. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yes, yes, cool, a little cool, German cool, boy. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, in other streaming movies, we got Finch from Apple TV Plus, which I enjoyed. I thought it was an okay film. Yeah, there's um, a dog Tom in Hanks, it. So I've never watched it. There was a dog. <laughs> but Alex, let, let me tell you, you don't have to worry about your normal worries when it comes to dogs in movies. Yeah, That's not worth. It's not worth the not worth the risk. <laughs> You're not going to be heartbroken. Let me tell you that much. Not, not because the of the dog, anyway. <laughs> If you're gonna, uh, if it, like, I don't get mostly attached to robots either, so it's not a sure. whole thing. It would have bothered me, but not worth it. Anyways, go on. <laughs> it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. It was well shot. Um, Coda was also like probably one of my top films of this year. I just thought it was like performance wise, character wise, it was absolutely terrific. Um, so Coda, for anybody who doesn't know or didn't see our earlier podcast where where I reviewed it, uh, it's children of uh, deaf parents uh, or deaf adults i I need to double check this now but basically the main character is um is a child of uh, a whole family so the parents and her brother all of them are deaf she is not um so she grows up having to basically like she's being like leaned upon heavily by the family from a very early age like when she's like four or five she's doing all the ordering at restaurants for them she's doing like all the communication for them with everybody else in the world because it's just easier for them to have her who can actually hear and talk to them do it rather than them trying to like go through the whole thing that they've spent their whole lives doing which is just figuring out ways to communicate with everyone um and so it's it's that whole story about like this dependency that's on her and the pressure that they put on her when she has her own dreams so i thought it was a great movie i really enjoyed it um 
yeah, I don't have much else from Apple TV Plus. I haven't seen Greyhound, the big like war flick. Um, I feel like there's one or two other films that came out on Apple TV Plus this year, but just haven't had the time or maybe even the interest to go and watch them at this point. Fair. I haven't watched anything on Apple TV really except for uh, Ted Lasso. So, but that's TV. You've not there yeah. yet. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Disney Plus had a few others. So we already talked about Jungle Cruise, Cruella, Black Widow, um, and Shang Chi's on it. But it, it was that was I consider that a theatrical release, and it came to streaming later. Um, we got Raya in the Last Dragon, which was a really good animation film. If you haven't seen it, it's probably one of the better ones that they've done this year. Encanto just came out. I haven't seen it yet though, so I'm going to put that in the column that Alex put Spider in in 2022 i'll see it eventually and i'll talk about it 2022 <laughs> please think so, like it's just so like because it was because it doesn't so the thing is spider-man no way home everyone's gonna yeah. like there's there's probably not gonna be a negative review about it so there's no point of putting it in this thing when it's already gonna be the top of everything anyways so you now you have to compare it to everything coming up after it because now everything else after it is what's judging it because everything <laughs> after before it has already been judged and you know where that stands now. And you know if No Way Home is the top of the list, uh huh. now you have everything else that's going to come. Because you know 2022 is going to suck. There's nothing good coming out next year. There is, but there isn't. There's, there's the some States. good stuff coming. Yeah. The yeah. only thing that's going to matter is in, like, no, November. I'm not... I In no, March, March and November. March and November. Batman. That's what I said, March and November. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll talk about 22 later on, but... Only two um, movies coming out next year that matter. Anyways. Um, go on. <laughs> Disney Plus, yeah, so not not much else for me on that one. I think Ron's Gone Wrong is another animated film that came out that I want to see, but that's not even a Disney film. I think that's a Fox film, uh, yeah. Fox Animation Studios film. So uh, it, it re- really looks like, in many ways to me, like Big Hero 6, like just the Baymax character, um, mm. but in another like robotic form. Yeah, that's what I'm pulling Smaller, from but like point. more personality or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah um let's just talk about like movies in general in theaters like we actually got to see a couple movies in theaters this year compared to like 2020 or you know i think you saw tenant and that was about it last year um, yeah i saw tenant i didn't see oh, anything saw... last year what did they shut down again in 2022 in 2020 i think i saw Tenet... uh, we shut down in march so we saw some stuff before yeah 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 but i mean like, so mean, like, like after like, the shutdown. yeah i did come back to the summer so I'm thinking like Tenet. There was something else that came out last year I saw in the theaters. I can't remember. Yeah. But I don't remember. There was must you know, something it was else. supposed to come out in 2020 that finally came out in 2021 theaters. No Time to Die. Yes. Yeah. And was I feel like it? it's time that we can we can talk a little bit more about it candidly because it's been out for a while and you can watch it on streaming. Pla- well, you can rent it. You can pay to rent it now on streaming platforms. But that's the end of Daniel Craig's Bond. He's he did. I think that's the first time we've ever seen Bond die. You just ever. spoiled the whole movie for everyone. Yeah, I did. I told them. I gave them the heads up. Shame. Shame. Ahead time. That's Shame. the end of Bond. Well, Daniel Craig's Bond, anyway. As far right. as we know, we will figure it out. It seems unlikely he would have gotten out of that predicament. But I mean, it is movies. If they really wanted to retcon it, they could. I'm sure. Yeah, he might have seen a fridge lying around. Never know. I mean, it was a bomb. It was like a bomb silo. So, like, yeah, I think he could have survived in some way. You never know. If if they really wanted to, I'm sure they could make it work. But, (laughs) Um, 
what else do we got from from this year that we saw in theaters? Uh, Wonder we Woman nineteen eighty four came out this year. Yeah, that was on digital. We only watched that digitally. Yeah. Um, yep. And Obviously, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League came out this year. Yeah, which was digitally. not so much a movie as more of a lifestyle. You really got to you know live your life while watching that movie. <laughs> I mean, I guess. How long was it? Like four hours? Uh, yeah, it was like in sections of four hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a long, long watch. I did not watch it in one sitting. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, the Quiet Place Part Two. We yeah. finally got to see that, which was, was a bit of a letdown. It was literally a, like a just a longer version of the first one. So. It, it like I, you're right. Like it just felt like an like an extension of the first one, which like I wanted. Like I wanted it to be a sequel in that like it just picked up from where the first one left off. But like it, it like it. No, yeah, see, I think it should have passed some time because then you see, then they like because all they did was keep going back in time from the first one, and it was just you're like right. we yeah. didn't. Yeah, we didn't see a little bit of how they got to where they were in the first one, but yeah. That could have been in the first movie, and we could have done yeah. the second one. See what they could have done in that, like, say, five year jump, and then sure. you do what's in those five years. Yep, yep, like a little bit, right? And then, but you're doing more movies in that universe, so we'll see if we see yeah. those characters again, anyways. So, yeah, yeah, for sure, we shall see. What else is on tap? We've already talked about the terrible Mortal Kombat movie that came out this year. <laughs> Um, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I really, I just thought it was a hilarious movie. That was a good one. I think that was the first movie I saw in theaters. Sure, I came out the of the pandemic. summer. Yeah, I think, I think so. that was the first one. Um, which was a lot of fun. It's on streaming now. You can actually see it on Crave. I think Alex, you mentioned that the other day. Yep. Um, so that's one to check out if you haven't. It's it's just unexpected fun. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong came out this year. Um, Free Guy. Finally came out. That was a long time advertised. I feel like yeah, um, it was pretty funny. Like I, I genuinely enjoyed that one. Again, like Ryan Reynolds just kind of, like I don't, I don't want to say he phones it in, but I think he just knows that he can just show up and be Ryan Reynolds, and people will spend lots of money to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never spent money to see that movie, but uh, but people do. Is what yes, I'm saying. People did, but because it did go into the theaters, but uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It was fine. It was fine. It was, yeah, I'm not saying it was a good movie or a I great know. movie. I'm, I'm, saying. I'm glad I didn't pay to see it in the theaters. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost. Uh, but it, it did pain me a lot when like the game developers were like, there's a bug or a glitch in the game. The only way we can address this is by going in the game and challenging the glitch directly. I'm like, you're coders. Your whole job is to just write code. You can't just look in the code and find the problem. <laughs> like I just, I don't know. That really hurt my brain. Um, but again, like you say, turn off your brain, Matt. Turn off your brain. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Heights was a really fun uh, musical that we got from Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, well, he wrote it, kind of. Yeah, it's based off his musical, but he's not. She sure. didn't have anything to do with it other than being in it for a few minutes. Yeah, but... just like a cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I think it was yeah. directed by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, who was it directed by? Because I remember they did something. It was a uh, fucking guy who did fucking one of the fantastic, uh, not fantastics. Uh... Oh, what is his name? It's John Chu. Yeah, that's who it is. Oh, fuck. I knew that. Hmm. Um, he did G- like G.I. Joe and. Like, oh, that was really? His biggest like uh, 
like retaliation, the one with the rock and like now he's oh, okay. two, the sequel. which yeah. was okay. Um, and then he doesn't like a lot of dance stuff. He's on a lot of like music mm. videos and stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was kind of like his big, big, what in the Heights, in the Heights. It was enjoyable. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't bad. yeah. Um, we got the John wick, but not John wick. Uh, <laughs> we got better call Saul's version of John wick. Nobody came out this mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah, like it, it's like every other one of those, like taken John Wick type movies where it's just like, here's the guy who's you know past that life and now he's being dragged back into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, never saw it, didn't care. <laughs> um, I think the biggest one of this year, like the most hotly anticipated one, theaters, like the big time movie was Dune and. Theoretically, yeah, that was the biggest one that they kind of tried to promote as much as possible. Yeah, the big marketed movie over the last. Other than like, I think at least other than this year, I think Shang Chi would have kind of blew it out of the water. Shang Chi would have been up there, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Dune was kind of the big more. It was supposed to be the epic. You know what I mean? Like every yeah. year, you typically expect like one like epic film that's like just a masterpiece, and like that's what it was being touted as. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I I don't think it quite met that for me when I saw it. Yeah, didn't live up well, to that. It was dude is like one of those movies where it should like they've always said it was unfilmable, and it's like, and I get it. Like they've done it three times, but like yeah, and both all the other two times have kind of failed miserably. But mm. I mean, it's uh, I this do, one. I, I, I do find that that like saying like this book's unfilmable like it, it's being it's used for a lot of books and time and time again like that's been proven wrong like you can film well books. i mean this one is uh, i would under, i would a screenwriter you know i would agree with this one though like the way the book is written mm-hmm. and the characters like it gets very complex not because uh, yeah, like you, totally. you leaves a lot to and they did it in the movie they leave a lot out Oh, like your own imagination. Yep. Yep. And like the movie was made for the fans, obviously, sure. of the book or people who yep. have read the book. Um, mm. It was very clear because there's things that just don't make sense if you didn't read the book. Um, and they yep. spoil a few things in there <laughs> in the first movie that you find out later in the book, anyways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just weird. But we'll see. They got a sequel coming. So we'll see if they. They won't probably want to put it into three parts, but I don't think the second one's going to do very well. Um, it'll be more action packed, kind of, yeah, but uh, it'll be how based on how they write it, I guess. Yeah, and you know, how- like, I do want to see the sequel, I want to see where the story goes. Like, I don't, I'm like, it wasn't a bad movie, like, it was actually like a very well done movie, it was just a very boring movie. Like, well, that's okay, the thing, it- it's like the first half of that book is there's <laughs> it's all politics, and it's just, yeah. Like, there and, is the attack, and the attack is kind of mm-hmm. supposed to be the major part it of it. It was well shot. Like, the, the attack was very cool. I just... Yeah. It just... Yeah, it's one of those that, like, it's... it, it Like, they were being very faithful to the source material. You can tell. Like, they really wanted to let, take what's on the page and get it on the screen. And I think mm-hmm. they did a good job of that, at least from the conversations I've had with you and others who have read the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, it was just, like, going into it, haven't had the re- read the book saw the trailers kind of like was expecting one thing and you get into it and you get to the end of this dune movie not dune part one not dune first half of the book nothing like that you watch the movie dune no it says dune part one at the beginnings 
Not any on any of the movie posters. Not on the posters, but in the movie it says dude part one. Sure. But <laughs> you know be, what I mean. Like the marketing would say, lead you to believe part one. Like like the marketing didn't lead me to believe that this was gonna be happening. Well they movie. always like if you let well like in the promotions, like in all the interviews, he always said that this is only one part of the book. Sure. But to the typical audience going to it that's just seeing an advertisement and on TV. When we came out when she's only in the movie for like when Zadea's only in the movie for like ten minutes. Yeah. And I told her that that clearly means they haven't shot half the film. Like <laughs> Because she's only she doesn't really show yeah. up until no like I knew going into it that it was only half the book because half the book because you told me that and other people had told me that but like that's assuming that everyone who's going to see this movie is going to have one of those people who knows the book or cares enough about watching the interviews or all of those things to be uh, able to then go and turn to their friend who's about to see this movie and be like hey I know you haven't read the book you don't really know much beyond what you saw in the trailers but this is only half a story and it's not really going to have an ending <laughs> you know what I mean it's just like what you know at least like yeah that, that's just my that's my uh thoughts on it but like the whole unfilmable thing like the lord of the rings was thought to be unfilmable and there was an attempt previous to to animate it into a show and it failed miserably mm-hmm. and then peter jackson came along and he got it done he got the job done um he got the first fellowship done and everybody was like cool nailed it we want to see the rest i and feel like that that's a little you know? different though i find like lord of the rings We've been doing movies like Lord of the Rings for a while. Dune, like, is not like, before Lord of the Rings. I, I mean, medieval films have been around forever, and that is what it is. It is, it is a What's mystical that? medieval film because it's based with knights and, in a sense, knights, but it's horses, like a fan, it's, it's fantasy. It's much bigger than just a medieval. I understand that, and, and they've done sci-fi for years as well. But I feel like, right after reading Dune, kind of reading Dune, sure. I don't like it's all. The reason I feel like it was should have been unfilmable is because it's all talk. Like there yeah. are a few action scenes in there very in the book, heavy. but it's yeah. a very dialogue heavy book, mm. and uh, that's why I feel like it should have been unfilmable because mm. because it's so hard to make a film enjoyable when it's like when you want to make it an action film because everyone wants to make a sci fi action film out of it when yeah. it seems to be a sci sci fi political film mm. in a sense, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah. It's a, it's weird. It's one of those things like, and the money clearly, the first opening weekend made enough money for it to make a sequel. Yeah. Oh yeah. They immediately announced that a sequel had been greenlit, right? But I don't think the sequel is going to do very well. But we will shall see. We shall see. We probably have three years before we see it. (laughs) Yeah, at least. So, (laughs) well, Dune. I honestly, I want to watch it again. I do want to watch it um, at home, and you know really be able to like stop and like ask those questions and look things up and get a better understanding as I'm going along. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, in general, uh, what if you had a rate on a scale of one to 10 movies in 2021, how is this year for movies for you, Alex? Um, I don't know. I would probably, you know, six or seven. There could have been better. It could have been worse. Definitely been better. Um, years. Yeah, I'm it's, right it's there with one you. of those hard things seven. that you yeah. can't get out, right? Like, yeah, production slowed down, everything happened, but uh, mm-hmm. and we'll probably see the same thing a little bit next year. A little the productions went back into sure. a little bit more, but yeah, we'll see what's up. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a seven. Like, this is a seven out of ten year for me. It was an okay year for movies. There was some high high points, but there was a lot of time spent just like 
yeah, I don't know what the next movie is that I'm looking forward to. Or if, if there was one, it was Spider-Man. And I knew it was December and I knew it was months before I was going to get to see it. So that's the thing. Like, so um, that's why I mean, like, I can't. So the very last movie of the year, mm-hmm. how does that define a year? Like, you know what I mean? That's why I'm saying, like, No Way Home can't be considered part of it because now you've got. I don't know. It's just that's how I see it. Like, it's got to be part of like a movie year. It's like you got to look is at December, if, not in 2021. If you go vaguely, and it's barely a there. book is the last chapter of a book not part of that book is no, the last, song, the the album, last, not the last song of of an album. You know what I mean? Like it's part of the year. So you yeah, have but to I see. It I just don't think so. Like something like that. Like I just like especially so if what, it's like December. If everyone's going to consider this movie count? the best movie years, <laughs> if you consider about it this way, like I said, it's everyone's going to consider this is probably the best movie of the year. There's no doubt. There's mm-hmm. no way that nobody else. You could fight that some people said the last night was the last best, the last duo, or whatever. Not likely. Mm. I don't know why they keep letting Ridley Scott make movies. <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, basically, that, anyways, I'll get into the last duel in a second. But uh, yeah, I just don't think so because I think, one, it's still in theaters. It's going to be in theaters until at least February. Sure. Um, yeah. So it's just one of those movies and it's still going to dominate throughout January. Mm-hmm. So, like, it will be um, talked about throughout 2022. I totally agree with that's you. That's what I yeah. mean. So like yep. Spider-Man is it Spider-Man to a home is it's a different thing. If it was like Mamma Mia that came out in Christmas, which it did at that time when it came out, um, that's a different story. I think it depends on the film itself that it's gonna mm-hmm. how long it's gonna go through its system. Mm-hmm. Like that movie's gonna be in theaters at least, like I said, till February, but Mamma Mia would have only last four weeks. So mm-hmm. that would be the year of 2022. I feel like this movie is gonna Spider-Man is still going to take over the box office of the movies coming out in two weeks. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's still going to yeah, yeah. be in the talk, top yeah, what's, five what's or whatever. topple it in, for the next month. So that's what right? I mean. Like, like, yeah. like a movie like that. Like, it all mm. depends on the movie. So that's why I consider No Way Home a movie where it, it's kind of its own category where it needs to be kicked out until there's something that's got to its level. Like, you, you, could, you, you, you could fight, like, Shang-Chi and mm-hmm. spider-man and the eternals all the same thing one because it all sure. started in the same universe sure yeah but um those three are the top three filmmakers of the year then you put yep. no the dime as four like you got no way home shang chi eternals and then no way uh no time to die sorry no no, no, no yeah, yeah yeah those are the top movie makers of the year yeah and but like shang chi just brought back the movie industry like it yeah like yeah, it was it, falling it apart all summer it. Yep, but it, it made a hundred million dollars in the first weekend or something, and it yep. just blew it up. And then Eternals came along, and it did the same thing. It yep. fell short really quickly because it wasn't a fan favorite. Sure, but um, which I enjoyed. I mean, I get a lot of people. It was a, it was a lot for a lot of people, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've read people's reviews on it, and I get why people are finding it a little harder to watch. But um, I also don't at the same time because that's kind of a story I like. I like I like that kind of story. There was like yeah. a a pointless scene in it, but when you see it, uh, we'll talk about it. Anyways, so that's where No Way Home sits for me. I feel like it's still a movie going on, and it's still a major film going on. It's like if Titanic came out again, like or like Avatar two, whatever. You know what I, I mean? Like I, I, that I, comes to- I totally movie. respect your like your viewpoint on it, and I understand what your viewpoint on, is on it. I think the way I'm viewing this isn't as a you know is the movie meant to be looked at as a 
how well it does over a period of time or is it the snapshot in time for the art history that it is which is it was released in year 2021 it was reviewed and critiqued in year 2021 therefore it needs to be considered amongst the 2021 films that's the way i'm looking at it i'm not looking at it from like a box office or an audience score or anything like that over time i'm just really looking at it like very like subjectively or objectively i should say um it was released at this date, therefore it is categorized as such, and that's how it is reviewed and critiqued. You know what I mean? I just think, like, it's a movie that, like, especially, like, something like that, like Avatar, unlike me, hmm. um, everyone else was going to love it, made it the best film of the year. I don't remember when Avatar came out. I think it came around Christmas time, too, as well. But um, <clears throat> I, I considered, I was one of the one people who's like, this movie is just a movie. It wasn't that, you know, high tech everyone it was an experience was, it was all yeah everyone was yeah. like oh it's the fucking best movie of all time blah 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 it's not it's fucking pocahontas with a new generation but anyway in 3d and a movie well, in 3d in wasn't they're like oh but they created technology just for this i'm like no they enhanced technology just for it because they used it before anyway, go see we can go down that fuck, <laughs> we can go down that road all that time yeah, yeah um yeah. anyways but yeah i don't know that's just me and then there's yeah. like movies like where people are all grunted that it didn't do well like gucci the guys with gucci mm. and and uh the night last duel which both i want to see like the green knight as well the green knight was year? yeah the green knight was okay it was not a great mm -hmm. movie it was you know mm -hmm. if you i never read the poems or whatever it's based off of sure um yeah. like that's a movie that our friend jorgensen should have is needs to see and she would know more about how to judge mm -hmm. that one better than me. Like sure. the act, like I love Dave Patel in it, mm -hmm. Dev Patel, whatever his real name is, but is um, he's really well. He does really well in it, but the movie itself can get kind of confusing yeah. and uh, all over the place. Um, but like the last duel with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, uh, um, what's his face, Adam Driver. Mm -hmm. um, that's just an Oscar baiting movie. Like, and then people get mad. Like, really, Scott gets mad that you know. Overshadowed. You know, oh, doesn't get a like, and it, they caught. They paid like a hundred million to make it, and yeah. they didn't make that much. And people are like, oh, all these action films. I'm like, you also got to look at how your people are watching films nowadays. Yeah, you know, like releasing that movie only in theaters was your downfall. Oh, because definitely. if yep. if they put it on a streaming device or if they put it on like HBO Max, That's I don't know who did it. Like, you can't. You can't do. Th I'm a movie maker, and my movies go to theaters. Yeah, like you could do that still. You could do it simultaneously, and it yeah, works, yeah. right? But yep. I think a movie like that, you'll reach more audiences. Totally. Like, like if you look at the the way back it's, with it's, it's uh, that but, old school director mentality. It's the same thing that we saw with Martin Scorsese. What, like seven yeah, years and ago? And it's like again, the whole I, point I, against Netflix, and then it's just he made just a big Oscar movie just for Netflix, right? Oscar baiting white people movies. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to bring race into it, but like, there was no obviously it's a historical movie, so there aren't a lot of colored people in it. Sure. Yeah. I mean. It's fictional, so you could just kind of like it's a work of art. You could do whatever you want with it. But sure. anyways, but it was an art. It was it's an Oscar baiting film. The reason they release it so later in the year is for that purposes. Because if mm -hmm. you release any of these art films early in the year, they get forgotten about. They get moved on, yeah. and that's why they release these Oscar baiting films at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's and then like all these like again generational directors like Ridley Scott and. Um, I forget who did Gucci. Was it really Scott who did both of those? Did he? He did two. Actually, that does sound. The House of Gucci. Gucci Mama. Yeah, Ridley Scott. And I'm pretty sure he did The Last Duel as well. He did. Yep. Wow. And he had that a busy year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's just. 
he's he's always had an issue though like you know he scrapped his other fucking alien movies for whatever reason yeah. right yeah, yeah, yeah um but that is just him trying to get another oscar and those guys are trying to get another oscar and you know whatever Anyways, mm-hmm. that's my point on Oscar rating films. They're the worst. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. But I'm good. not saying that The Last Duel is not a good movie. I, I think the actors in it and the way uh, we've seen Matt Damon and Ben Affleck go on. Yes, there's some issues with Matt Damon, different stories about that. But um, the way they've been working, like especially, specifically Matt uh, Ben Affleck writing the movies he's been picking lately have been a lot yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I kind of want to see. And then yeah, I mean, there's other movies that came out this year that I haven't seen, like Stillwater with Matt Damon, who apparently was quite good. Um, there's a new one on Netflix that just came out, uh, something Don't Look Up uh, mm. with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it's a hit, um, miss, or miss, hit and miss movie. That's the Adam McCabe yeah. movie that's kind of out of whack, but whatever else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you saw Fast 9. Um, yeah. The only Fast movie I haven't seen in theaters. I'm not sad about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, there were there were a few other movies that came out this year, but uh, I think on the whole, we've covered the ones that we've seen that we really enjoyed, and uh, we'll get into the movies worth looking forward to in 2022. But there were two trailers that dropped in the past week uh, that should be talked about pretty quickly. Uh, there's a new Batman trailer, or new The Batman trailer. Batman trailer, yeah. The Batman. Um, I'm excited. I'm like, I think this trailer actually increased my excitement as opposed to, you know, maintained or you know, brought it down a little bit. So I'm more excited now to see it than I was previously. That's a shame. You should have been more excited this year from the other <laughs> stuff. Um, Yeah, you know, it gives a little more of a character story to it. Like, the reason why Catwoman's there still hasn't really said why she's there. But... Ah, they don't need to tell us. Yeah. Yeah. But that's she why everyone's, en- everyone's enjoying her as Catwoman. So sorry, Kravitz. Yep. yep. So we'll see. And then we have and then, a full story trailer for the Uncharted movie. Yeah. Which is a lot better. It makes it a lot more entertaining. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. You get a better um, idea of kind of the the reason behind, you know, the the, the meetup of Drake. Yeah, and, and I mean they're the changings and... they're doing, like, you know, yeah. the two ships that they're pulling out of the water. It's kind yeah. of cool. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah. Kind of stuff like that. I don't. It's not realistic in any sense of the world. Those ships would have just fall no, apart once they hit. Shouldn't wh- shouldn't be those, seen as such. Yeah. Those, I mean, yeah, because those ships would literally fall apart once the air hit them. But uh, you know, science. You know. Speaking of ships, did you hear about the uh, the that that old sailboat ship that's been like sitting on the rocks by the QEW in Hamilton there, like towards Niagara Falls for there. It's been there like as long as I can remember. They took uh-huh. the mast down, the sails. They actually like they went in, they like removed it. They're actually going to remove the ship. Yeah, because it used to be a restaurant at some point too, and it was a whole thing. Was it? I didn't actually know that. Yeah, I, it just it, like they did a whole. Huh. It used to be a museum, then a restaurant, and then now it's oh, just apparently vacant. it's just falling apart. And so yeah, they're just like it's more dangerous than anything else. Yeah. Well, quickly now. Movies, so seven out of ten for twenty twenty one. Yeah. Before we get into the TV, let's go into gaming real quick. Let's just get Ooh. through that. Um, going we'll the TVs at the end there. Sidetracking it. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. What, what do we got in gaming, Alex? Oh, you tell me. <laughs> well, more games uh, than I did. This was the. It's funny that you say that because I was just about to say this is like the least amount of games that I've played in a year, probably since I started playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I played a handful of new games this year. Um, I'm currently playing It Takes Two, um, which got 
game of the year at the game awards um somehow obviously yeah. mario golf super rush was a lot of fun uh, i do want to play a bit more of it to be honest i just think that i wish that more of the levels were more like normal golf levels but they're really really trying to push for like the like um like the super rush mode like they really yeah, want yeah. everybody to like be running and doing that they wanted mode, to make but it more of emphasis style. into that yeah. and i like i, I the best the the best time I have playing that game is playing golf with Mario characters and having some of the abilities. So like I, yeah. I want more than just the first two courses to be like more traditional courses. I want more of that. So like Nintendo, even if I have to pay for DLC, I will pay for DLC. Just give me a little bit more because I want to play more of that game. And there's only so many times you can play that same level. And the other yeah. disappointing thing is the future level. Some of the other levels would have been fine, except they do so many crisscrossing of the courses of like the, the green ways um, that you just like or fairways, the fairways. Yeah. Sorry. That it's just like it's a mess. It's kind of hard to like line up your shots and figure it out. And it's kind of just like a free for all. Just hit it as hard as you can in any direction. Then hit it as hard as you can again. It's it's a little bit disappointing at times. So um, that's, fair. that's fair. Yeah, uh, Mario Party Superstars though has been a lot of fun. Yep. Um, I've played that probably more at this point than I've played golf uh, Mario Golf, Me and too, yeah. um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I've I think I've won more than I've lost at this point. So, of course, I'm going to feel good about it. But I lost yesterday and it stings still a little bit. Wow. Where was my invite? <laughs> wow. Uh, we were playing four player locally. So, wow, even ruder. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Mario Party Superstars has been a lot of fun. Obviously, like you have played with a bunch of staff's been playing it a bunch with uh, with you and others. Uh, we got to get that Dave guy to join us, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like he's going to ever do that. <laughs> busy throwing wrenches at people um, busy wrenches. but yeah yeah that's 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 nintendo i don't i mean that's the only things i play from nintendo yeah that's, um, that's, yeah um i mean I, you gave me guardians of the galaxy I'd be yeah have you had a chance days. to play it oh wow <laughs> that was so, quick it's not a very long game no? if you're just playing it straight i guess yeah like sure sure but uh I mean, it was good. It was, I think a lot of people will find the nostalgic, uh, like the music stuff and the jokes that are a lot more fun. Um, sure. I mean, the but last boss is a pitch, but whatever. It's because they make you literally can't see anything, so you have to fight this mm -hmm. thing without looking at it. So yeah, it makes it a little pain in the ass. It does. It comes back once you get a system out of it. It kind of it works, but yeah, it was just annoying as hell. But uh, yeah, um, as we had in the comments there a moment ago, uh, new Pokemon Snap dropped this year on switch i haven't actually had a chance to play it yet but it is one that i would love to play at some point i loved the original on n64 i, I absolutely loved it so i think it's one that I, I would be able to spend some time with i think i think i'd get over it pretty quick knowing that it's still a very like linear mechanic but you know yeah here's what it is yeah you know pokemon games there's the new ones coming out but we'll talk about that in a minute yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, what about God? Xbox what had a few about? releases just recently. Finally, I feel like I've got something to play on my Xbox Series X. Um, Forza Horizon 5. I have played a lot of Forza Horizon 5 last month. Um, it's the most I've played on my new Xbox since I got it last November. Um, and I'm having a blast. It's actually just a really good Forza Horizon game. It, it And like as I reviewed a few months ago when it came out, it is just like any other Forza Horizon game, but it's just the most refined so far, and it's fun. Um, Halo Infinite, I do intend to finally play it before this break is up. 
I don't know if it's going to happen, but it is like top of my list. Like the moment I have time to sit down, just like sit and actually play a game for a couple hours. That is a game I want to start up. Happy that that finally came out. So that's that's Xbox. Uh, behind the times, Matt. Everyone else, I know, playing it. You know, loving it. I don't know. I don't own it. I never will. Um, yeah, not much came out for the PlayStation, but you know, it is what it is. Um, at least it was, that I played. It, it wasn't. I mean, people liked Ghost. That came yeah. out. Well, that came out the year before, I guess technically. Ghost of Tsushima was last year. Yeah, and that was a PS4 game. Like, yeah, the director's cut came out on PS5 this year. But like this year, in many ways, was the year of the remasters of like the the next gen upgrades. You know, like that's what we've gotten more of than anything else. Um, yeah. And like, it's it's good. Like, you know, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order got an upgrade this year for the newer consoles. Ghost of Tsushima did. Um, there's quite a few games that got upgrades, but like, like God of War and others, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remaster uh, or Remake. But like, I've already played them and I don't have a lot of time to go back and play games right now so when i choose to play a game i want to play a new game i don't want to go back and play a game i've already played just because it's improved now like you know what i mean it's yeah it's a bit it's been a disappointing year for the next generation of consoles because there just hasn't been enough um fortunately there is some new stuff coming in the new year and i even on switch there was some titles that i wanted to play and i haven't had a chance to play uh we were talking about pokemon snap metroid dread was up there for me i really do want to check that out at some point because i love the old side scroller metroids i played so much of those when i was younger and apparently this one on the switch was just like fantastic so at some point i will be picking that up when i have some time but yeah uh, oh yeah yeah Yeah. uh you know it is what it is. I might get the one of the new. Never mind. We'll talk about it in a minute. Um, what else we got out there? We got uh, the new Switch OLED that came out. OLED. Yeah, so let's talk about Switch anywhere in year so. 2021. So if you're a, a Switch owner in year 2021, what did you have to look forward to? Well, you had to look forward to the new OLED if you really wanted to upgrade your console. Kind of an upgrade. It's like a 1.5 variation so you're not really getting much more in terms of performance but you're getting a much nicer screen you're getting better battery life um the dock now has an ethernet port uh integrated into it so you don't need a separate dongle if you want to be hardwired in for internet which is very nice to have but again is it worth the upgrade wasn't for me it was for a lot of people a lot of people who play portably a lot totally get it i totally understand why you'd want the oled screen for me wasn't worth the upgrade um what else nintendo also increased their online subscription costs this year um so that went up but they released more stuff like there's n64 games out now and you can get an n64 controller um that's wireless so you can play them you know the classic way um i really wanted to and i never had a chance to and i don't have the time to but i wanted to pick up one of those n64 controllers and see like open it up and see how comparable it was to the other ones if there was a way to like hardwire in you know to the old N64. That way you have like first party Nintendo controllers again, but I just think it's too much of a hassle personally. Yeah, only you would really want to do that. I don't think only me, but it, it takes a certain kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure other people would love watching you do it, but you're the only one who'd want to do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, um, hey, you know what? If enough people are interested in seeing that, let us know in the comments, let us know on social media. If you want to see that, I will try and make the time. I will buy one of those controllers and I will see if I can make it work on my old N64, which is sitting in that closet right over there. There you go. There, there you, you go. go. There you go. 
Um, yeah, mostly it's just kind of building for video gaming. It's just kind of like building um, people buying them. That's really what they're waiting for. Is people it's to have been a them hard year. <laughs> Shortages. People just to yeah. have them, and then that's when we'll see things like you. You see like updates for the systems coming. You see, yep. obviously with PlayStation with their external inter- and internal storage upgrades. Finally, um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. took a long time. Yeah. yeah, but again, that's also just wanting waiting. For, I think they purposely waited just more people to have them before they decided. You know, yeah, release, release I mean, them. put the they did do one revision. I do remember around the time I bought mine where it was slightly lighter, and I, I can't even remember what they changed on the inside. I want to say it was like the heat sink or yeah. something was adjusted um but like it like from what i read the initial reaction to it the initial review by like austin evans on youtube was this was a negative thing that suddenly like the heating's been uh the, the heat management of it has been reduced but then you know with people that are a bit more technical with it they looked at it and they said actually no it's completely fine there's no problem with like the change they made it's actually just like a cost savings thing but not in a detrimental way so it's like okay whatever you know? yeah so like um, like you mean like you got sony since launch has sold like 13.4 million ps5 consoles that's a lot so there's out consoles. there they're out there. there yeah um you know what i mean and then i don't know how many xboxes there are like because the only information i can find about them is just till the end of september which is only okay. 6.7 million which is astronomically out of obviously yeah and out of shape but you know we we've talked about this before like the difference is with playstation's approach versus xbox and you can tell like playstation is still very focused on like get the people to buy the consoles and the games will sell as a result and you can tell microsoft's standpoint this generation so far which is really interesting i'm gonna get into in a second but their their approach so far has been make the games available on as many platforms as possible so you can play it on your xbox one you can play it on the xbox series s series x pc cloud like they're trying to make like no matter where you want to play your xbox games you can play them but like from like a marketing standpoint it looks like sony's winning right like when you really talk about like who's winning this generation of of gaming it seems like sony's winning but xbox series x is technically the more powerful console it's the only one of the two that actually supports uh dolby vision and dolby atmos playstation does not support either of those formats period um and they're actually like it's it is underpowered if you look at the tech specs compared to the xbox series x by a small margin but again it is technically the, the more inferior uh hardware and yet same price i think they're the same price are they not like series mm-hmm. x and ps5 disc uh, edition like i think they're the same yeah, price they're the same price yeah and there's no question when you talk to anybody about like what console are you trying to get it's always playstation that's the one people well, are always it's talking the better about, system right? you could say technically <laughs> here there there but mm, no it's better system. But, it, but it's just it's an interesting approach it looks right? cooler it's yeah. you know it's more fun well it's, you know, it's got it a very interesting look yes i i think the best looking new console that came out last year was actually the xbox series s it's just so sleek and so tiny it looks great you can fit it anywhere um but it is like the inferior console like it's only 1440p it's you know uh, there's no disc you can't put games into it that way so like it is like inferior in that way but for like the reason so what i was getting i was saying before that i was going to get at is xbox's approach is very like counterintuitive to what they found 
a long time ago um, and they talked about it during the documentary. They talked about how their focus had shifted at one point away from providing the best console and getting the most consoles out there to get the games out there. And that caused a big problem. And then they had to shift gears and they had really had to push their console and all about the games. And here they are kind of doing that again. And I'm just like, I get it. You've got game pass and that's doing really well. It's actually making them a lot of money. Right. But the, the the new consoles like when people go over to somebody's house and you see the consoles everybody's going to have the playstation and it doesn't seem like many people comparatively have the xbox mm-hmm. you know um it's just it's interesting and like again like they released cloud gaming uh even for the older xboxes so like i was talking to my nephew and he was having trouble playing i think like forza horizon 5 or halo infinite one of the two he was talking about maybe he didn't have enough space on his hard drive or something and um he just booted up in cloud and he said it's playing better than it played when I had it installed on the console locally. So it's like, it's, it's hard to measure, right? It's hard to measure how many people are playing Xbox games versus how many people are playing PlayStation games. But at least right now with the data we have, PlayStation appears to be the clear winner so far in the, the console race. Yeah. And it will be for a bit too, especially with the next year coming out where they got, uh, what else they have in the next two months? They have um, Horizon Zero Dawn come back it's a out, big game, which will be yeah. their big one. And they have another game coming out in the year later that year I think too. God of like, War Ragnarok's expected to come out early next year too. Yeah, and like these are PlayStation exclusives. Like so, you know, they eventually will. Like I mean, Horizon eventually made it to the Xbox or Microsoft, the PC. Uh, yeah. yeah. But it was a long time after. Like it was not like it wasn't in a way that it would be detrimental to sales of the PlayStation, right? Yeah. Um, but I think, I think the, where... well, they're they're gonna have like Horizon versions of the PlayStation. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we see you know oh, face plated like... new face plated plated no. Horizon PlayStations out, or you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Same with God of War um, or Spider Man yeah, totally. ones. Like you know what yep. I mean? Um, Xbox, I feel like can't really pull. Like they did a Halo version that just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, like, I don't think they can physically make it look different. I mean, you could get like, you know what I mean? The casings aren't as yeah. hard as for the PlayStation as the PlayStation. Sure. Make. Yeah, they, they and that's the thing about PlayStation's always been like they've been able to do their standard, their editions, their special editions, their Darth uh, Vader. I've had a their... lot of ones as well. I, I like they've, they've both had um, special edition versions. I think what PlayStation's had going for it for a long time was the amount of exclusives they had. And Microsoft clearly had fewer um they had their big big ones like halo uh fable was one for a long time until they royally screwed that up um yeah forza has been a staple of the xbox library but they've had fewer exclusives and like in the 360 era they were known as the shooter console like if you want to play call of duty if you want to play medal of honor if you want to play battlefield you were playing it on an xbox like the, the the install base just wasn't there on playstation but when ps4 and xbox one came out that balanced and so now going to this generation, like Xbox has far fewer things going for it, at least at launch. Mm-hmm. And this is the big thing they were talking about over the last two years of E3 was all of the studios they've been buying and they've just been buying a ton. I think they bought mm-hmm. like 13 studios, uh, big name studios, um, with the most recent one being Bethesda earlier this year, um, which sets them up for a really strong mid to long-term console cycle in terms of games like they're gonna have some really good games coming it's just they're playing the long game and it's hurting them now and it's hard to know if that long game is gonna pay off yeah um we'll see i mean like playstation 
is doing it right, I think, right now by they're waiting it out too. Like Microsoft's kind of playing it slow too, but so is PlayStation. They're waiting to see what Xbox does. Hmm. And like you've seen the success of the Game Pass, so now they're like, okay, yeah, let's figure our own thing. I have to respond one hundred percent. They're going to do it completely differently, and it could be better too. Like you know, you can. Oh yeah, they could learn what hasn't worked for Xbox, right? Yeah, and then you got like, uh, um, what else they can do? They can you know like, they can start building into like buying, working with like they already work well. Like Nintendo's work, like Nintendo works with Fortnite, Mm. like Mm -hmm. how they have it free for anyone who has a Nintendo account. Yeah. Um, you can start working with companies like that, which you know we've seen already with uh, with Call of Duty. I think they have a yeah. connection with Call of Duty a bit. Um, but we'll see what happens. I mean, like yeah. the PS5, it, the PlayStation is also just also buying companies and putting it under their own studio, the PlayStation Studio. Um, yeah, like you look at Somniac is under PlayStation Studios. Yep. You look at um, Naughty Dog is technically under PlayStation Studios. Yeah, and that, that's you, what, you know what I mean, like. They've been ahead for many years, and I think that's where Xbox is playing catch up. That is also the thing, too. The two systems are two different gamers. Like, you see a lot of the time. Um, Yeah. Like, like you're, like, you look at Xbox. Xbox is just, uh, you know, is very online-based. Very wanting to play, make sure multiplayer games are pushed. Yeah. Well, you got PlayStation, you have very story-based games. They do have the multiplayer aspects, but, like, their main titles are all very single story, single-player games. Which is cool. Yeah. That's why I like it. That's more, yeah. more yeah. for me. And that's typically the more kind of games that I, I play as well. Like I'm definitely far more of a single player story based game than I am a, a like a multiplayer online game. And that has been like Xbox's push from the very beginning was always like, how do we make a PC for the living room? That was the whole goal from the get go because they knew PlayStation was hard to develop for. Nintendo wasn't particularly easy to develop for. PC gaming is easy to develop for. Let's make a PC yeah. a console. And that's what they did. And it worked. And you know, they they were really early in the online space. Xbox Live was like what set the tone for what online gaming should be on a console. Um, but I I it's 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 not the pillar in their um court anymore that it was um you know a decade ago. Yeah. Now online's available generally. You know what? Yeah. Xbox Live is still better than PlayStation Online, like 100%. I have more problems playing multiplayer on PlayStation than I do have on Xbox. But for the most part, we can get in, and when we want, we can play a game. Yes, we've had problems, but it's not so many times that I'm sitting there not playing any of those games as a result of the problems, right? Xbox, I've had far fewer network issues. So maybe if I was playing online all the time, yeah, maybe I would probably prefer to play on an Xbox, right? But it's just... For me, it's not enough of a of a pull to say like yes, Xbox over PlayStation, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's always PlayStation over Xbox in this house. So, yeah, you're never gonna buy an Xbox again. So, <laughs> um, let's talk really quickly about VR because obviously that's been blowing up. I know. I think five or six people have messaged me in the last two to three weeks that they got an Oculus Quest Two. Like it is like blowing up um dave bought two (laughs) yeah um like it just seems like like reddit was just like lined up with people talking about how oh i got a quest for christmas oh my kids got quest for christmas our whole family got quest for christmas um so it's it's blown up right now i really do uh it's it's made me get back and start playing because i've had so many friend requests i'm like man i kind of want to like get back into this and start playing some like 
games with people now that there's like more people to play with um to the point that i'm really sore right now i played two days ago and i did my boxing game and like i was out of breath at the end i kind of felt sick like i needed to throw up i was working out so much and now like all my arms and everything that you use to like box with is in a lot of pain <laughs> to the point um i actually I, I i i probably won't be able to find it but there was a reddit post that i read earlier today that somebody posted that said like played through all of the fight didn't make it out of a single fight match without like having to put it down because i was out of breath <laughs> and i'm like that was yeah. me two days ago <laughs> to each their own you know to each their own um but the quest 2 has gotten a lot of upgrades as well so it also came out last fall we have our unboxing video on our youtube channel um they've done a lot of updates as well so um earlier in the uh when it first came out you could plug in with a cable to your pc and play pc vr games uh this year they released what's called airlink which means if you have a good enough wireless connection you can just wirelessly connect to your pc and play games which gives you all the benefits of the wireless headset while also gaining all the benefits of playing with a really powerful pc to power the games so like that's really cool um They've released things like um, um, you can track your desk, your couch, and your keyboard into it, and you can actually use it as like a virtual monitor. So you don't have to have, you don't have to be limited by the number of monitors and whatnot that you own. You can just have a billion infinite virtual monitors for your computers. Whether you have a Mac, Linux, Windows, it doesn't care. You can work with any of them. You can see your keyboard in like in virtual and reach out your hands and type on it. They're mapping all kinds of different keyboards. in, so it actually looks like your keyboard as well. Um, so yeah, if you want to use it for like work, you can now, which is kind of cool. Uh, phone notifications. I can actually see my, like um, all the different types of apps that I've approved for the, uh, for the Oculus app. I can actually see them pop up in uh, VR now. So, you know, I don't have to like lift up my headset every time my watch buzzes. I can just see if somebody's messaging me, which is really nice. Um, they brought 120 Hertz to it finally. And so some games are supporting that, which means you get extra smoothness for playing your games. Um, the game library is obviously growing and Horizon Worlds, they've got their own metaverse whatever you think or feel about the metaverse, whatever questions you have, I'm still not really into it. <laughs> I went in there, I walked around, I saw people talking. I didn't really want to talk. Maybe that's just the introvert in me and I would do the same in the real world, but I just, it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't care for VR. I'll see what like, the PlayStation version comes out. We'll see what's sure. up, but yeah. yeah, I don't really care for it. That's just me though. Yeah. Well, uh, gaming year 2021, Alex. So we had seven out of 10 for movies. What is your thoughts on the gaming of 2021? If I had time sure. to play games this year, I'd probably still be a six. I don't know. I didn't really have a lot of time to play a lot of games this year. So in comparison to other people who had a lot more time to play. Um, so I don't know. For me, it wasn't that great just because I didn't have time. Yeah, really. Um <laughs> I'm going to be a little bit harder than you and I'm going to give it a five, um, five out of 10 for 2021 in terms of gaming. There was a lot to like, or, or I, there was some to like, there was some games that I, I did get a lot of playtime out of, but on the whole, and this is besides the fact that I had a child born this year and I haven't had the time to play like I would have previously, I read through the list of games that came out this year and there wasn't even that many that I wanted to play. Like, like really, really speaking, like candidly, there was more mm -hmm. games that came out last year that I wanted to play this year than there yeah. were games that came out this year that I wanted to play. Um, it's just, it was not a big year and it, it goes to show that like all of the things going on with the pandemic, 
is really affecting the output of big games and the fact well, there's that also a lot of things going on in the gaming world right now too as well there's a lot there's like, a lot I mean, of like, things going on like you look at ubisoft <laughs> and their their abuse allegations um, yeah riot just paid out a hundred million dollars to settle yeah yeah bethesda is it bethesda <laughs> harassment where is it uh i don't think it's bethesda um epic was it epic games no epic was epic's problem was playstation with Store. apple well yeah the apple store sorry um i think it was it bethesda um i, I think it think was Bethesda. that one doesn't sound right i know there was at least one other studio blizzard blizzard it was blizzard yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. they yeah, had yeah. the big walkout um because yep. they just treated it like it wasn't anything happening um yep. so yeah so there's a lot of things going on there blizzard's kind of got like you know we got diablo out of them so like a lot of things going on we'll see so we'll see what kills yeah. on moving forward ubisoft i don't think will slow down regardless because they have like four different yeah um Here's the thing, accounts, but... Ubisoft can afford to buy, like, to hire more people. Like, yeah. with the amount of games that they pump out every single year, the amount of stuff they're working on, they can, like, the, the crunch that they put on, they could hire. The fact that we didn't get, a, like, an Assassin's Creed game announcement this year is kind of hilarious, mm. but. Well, they, they, they did say after uh, Odyssey that they were moving to a two year cycle. They weren't going to push it yeah. anymore. So that was the thing that we knew already. Uh, so and Valhalla did get a major update, if I'm not mistaken, in the last yeah, they months. did like a DLC between the two of them too. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, there has been plenty to play. Well, they're working on something else world. too, something big. I can't remember what it is. Sure. Either. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but yeah, like going back to my review, like five out of ten. Like there was some stuff that was really fun. Um, There's some really good games that did come out this year. But like on the whole, like considering we have two brand new consoles, it was pretty disappointing at the amount of like big games for those consoles to really be like oh like i need an xbox for this or i need a playstation for this there wasn't a game that came out this year that made you have to get a new console like you kind of either got a new console because it was available and you're like well i might as well right that was me for the playstation 5 well i I think uh, well the call of duty did a little bit i think that may have been last year's one because they Call of Duty was like one of the first games that actually used the control feature, like the controller oh, feature, like the Dual Sense, like yeah, uh, trigger. So like like that was kind of one of the big one. Like it's on both sure. systems, obviously, but like yeah, it was the first one for the PlayStation to actually use it. Sure, you when you're shooting, you're actually feeling it and stuff like that. So yeah, which I mean, I feel like... hopefully we'll start seeing that soon. But yeah. There's yeah. some other stuff that PlayStation's got. Like they've got their I can't remember what it's called, but something with their audio. They've got like a really like. Um, advanced audio engine built into it and yeah. like so far only like the key like first party playstation studios games are actually using any of it and this yeah. is just the stuff that it's like yeah it's new console it's new technology and a lot of these games were in development long before these consoles were finalized so i understand like you're not going to get the most out of them but like mm-hmm. typically when you look back at previous generations of consoles when you look back at like when ps4 or you know what even the ps4 and xbox one had pretty weak launch titles but like the 360 era, the PS3 era, and everything prior to those, there were big games that came out with those consoles that like really made you want to buy them and play mm-hmm. on those new consoles. And we still, a year in, I feel like there's not really anything that says you have to have a new console to get this at the best experience. Like Xbox is kind of like, again, what we talked about before, to get the best experience, yeah, I could just play it on my PC. Yeah, and like any of their big games that came out this year, I could just play it on my PC and get an equivalent experience. PS5, there's been some nice things, but like it's more just like 
nice to haves, not like must haves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So five yeah. out of ten. That's where I'm at for 2021 for gaming. Uh, let us know what your thoughts were, and uh, if you disagree with us, or if you don't, if you don't think we were being hard enough, I'd love to hear what you have to say in the comments. Yes, 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 yes. All right, we'll go through TV real quick here. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what do we got? We got we got you know lots of stuff. I mean, Marvel kind of dominated their TV shows a little bit. Or yep. Disney Plus yep. did, I guess. First half of the year anyway, right? Yeah, they kind of kept going and going and going. And, you know, you know, they made the Falcon and Winter Soldier, so that exists. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, first half like the first half of WandaVision exists. Well, I just don't really care for another buddy cop TV show for superheroes <laughs> that are just annoying, you know? So. Yeah. Their characters are just done. I'm just done with those characters. And I just feel like, why do we keep needing them? Like Anthony Mackie, like the fact that he's Captain America now kind of also makes me annoyed. Cause I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, he like, they're all like, Oh, the original five are gone. Anthony Mackie has been there for fucking since America, like Captain America, um, which soldier. Uh, soldier. He's been here for almost 10 years since face. You two. Know? Yeah. And so I'm like, we're, and same with Bucky, and I'm like, guys, we're why can't we be done with these characters as well? Let's start bringing in these other new characters and start using. I, them. I feel like they're just transitional characters but, at this point to the new breed. Like they're, I hope like so, the... but it sounds like they're going to be used mm-hmm. a lot more. Like we're getting a Captain America War movie with him being the lead, right? Yeah, then... it's how like how successful is it going to be? You know yeah. what I mean? Is, that's are, what I mean. They're going to put a lot of m- pockets into this, and that's really annoying because I'm like, okay, these characters. Like I'm glad that like cumulative like we look at Thor four coming out, mm. we that that's gonna be the end for Chris Hemsworth. Maybe yeah. we don't. Um, he, we already know that he's already passing the torch on. So sure. what's so what what's gonna be next for that? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Like I know a lot of these characters actors said they'll play him forever, whatever, and they can now with yeah. the multiverse yeah. being blown up, being what it is. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm just tired of these characters and we need to start moving on from them. It's um, been a lot. It's unprecedented. We haven't had any other series ever that has given us this much of these same characters, same actors, mm-hmm. you know, reprising these roles over and over and over again. It's just, it's never been at this level, right? Yeah. Um, you know, like you could argue like Fast and Furious is kind of, but like they're nine movies in with mostly the same characters throughout most of the films, at least the key characters. But like mm-hmm. it's not the same level. Like it's it's that's happened over 20 years to get nine films. We're talking about since 2008 when Iron Man came out, um, you know, so 13 years and we've had what, 20 plus films at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, just it's just, yeah, that's what I mean. Pace. So it's like with the Falcon Little Soldier, I'm like, all right, these characters are done. It's like, I don't sure. kill them at the end of the show. And they didn't. Um, <laughs> and and that, show, what... that show was fun, but it wasn't like, I agree. Like, it wasn't a great show. It was definitely I the just... weakest. Just the buddy cop thing kind of was just like meh. And then um and then we'll see I think with Doctor Strange coming up, we'll see the end of um I think we'll still have Doctor Strange around for a bit because this is only technically his second movie. Um his solo second movie. But uh I think yeah, yeah, we'll see the end of Wanda for a bit. Um, yeah, WandaVision was uh, a great like that was a high got better it was a week, it was a weak last. start for me I know you then... didn't care much for the start I honestly I really enjoyed the start I thought it was a lot of fun um, I thought it was just like you're, you're writing something that it's just like I get it it's getting to a point where you're writing it to make sure that's to set a story to where you're gonna get a big reveal 
Well, it was also like hearkening back to the comics, right? Like that's how the comics were done. You didn't really know what was going on. You were seeing glimpses, but you didn't really know what was going on those first few comics until. Well, well, the first two episodes didn't show anything outside of Westville. And then eventually they did. That's when the show started picking up. Things to let us know things were off. Things were weird, which you obviously knew things were off. But yeah, like they were that kind of stuff. And I didn't like, I don't, I don't think Envision's kind of a weak ass character in the first place. Yeah, yes. And then there was the Mighty Ducks Game Changers that just comes out. The second season comes out next year somewhere. Sure. Without um, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why even big. do it? Yeah. Um, uh, what else is there? There's uh, There was Loki, which was, again, okay. It got better a lot of at people the end. really like Loki. So like I've, I've had a lot of but conversations see, with people. Again, Loki is one of those kind of characters, to me, um, where he killed him. We're done with him. Oh yeah, He's you been were in every movie almost lo- before the show came out. Yeah, and totally. then, and, I, <laughs> and I, I understand there's a big fandom for Loki. Loki is yeah. one of the most is the most beloved. infamous beloved characters yeah. out of the whole series. Out of the all yep. the characters, I think Loki's is probably number one that probably. most women, specifically women, are really into. Um, uh, at least that's what TikTok tells me. Um, I know there's probably a lot of guys too into that as well, but I mean, if you look at a, a like a statistics point of view, I would assume more women are into him. Well, apparently he's a good-looking dude. I don't know. Um, oh, shut up! You like him? No, well, I did, <laughs> and then I saw four, five, six, seven movies with him, and then I'm like, all right, we're done now. You know what I mean? Like, like yes, we saw a little bit of human growth in this TV show, but again, to me, he's like Loki's a piece of shit. He's that's his thing. He's just a garbage human being. He's not even human. He's a god. And so it's like he's just supposed to be the <laughs> god of mischief. Yeah. And now he's all nice and happy and in love with himself. So it's kind of fucking weird. But that's the whole thing. So we're getting a, about a, two a high bar from uh, Disney Plus. Uh, what if and what the, the, the consequences of that show? That was pretty great. Like, yes, not every episode was like, you know, a, a home run. Some of them were weaker than others. But on the whole, by the end of it, I was like, dang, what they're building up with this is really exciting to see what from a story point of view. Have. Yeah, I agree. From a story point of view, it was good. I don't really the animation was kind of weak for me. I didn't really care for it. I don't care about animation. I mean, you're not much, into animation, yeah. but like I felt like that one, I feel like they could have put a little bit more work into it, mm. um, like especially with other things that they've got. Yes, they were rushing it out because they want to get the story going. So, I mean, they already I think they did the second season at the same time they did the first season. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Um, so that's why they could rush it out so quickly. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, I think a lot of people like there's also this whole thing where like anything Marvel does, there's always going to be a very, very strong positive response for it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's just, and like, and it's not wrong to have that. Like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things, especially like you've on TikTok right now, or a lot of people are right now with their media is TikTok, And it's like, there's a huge aspect of it, of, um, the algorithm for me right now is obviously a lot of movies and television stuff. So I see, and they just praise everything Marvel. Like, um, I really rarely see a negative thing about Marvel, and it's just like, all right, you have to see the faults in there, though. So if you can't, have, you can't talk about the positives without the negatives, and that's why I'm here on this podcast is to talk about the <laughs> negatives. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm here. glad to have you, Alex. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, yeah, what? A, like, it's setting up a really interesting storyline with yeah. Doctor Strange, and I think that's yeah. 
the best thing that came out of it. The other stuff, kind of weak about it. Don't really care about, you know, um, the the captain, uh, the Britain cap, Captain Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, that was just to help tell you, like, hey, there's other, like, yeah, 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 stories yeah. in the universe happening. But, like, and I don't really like the T'Challa thing. I thought, like, I think that doesn't do T'Challa justice. I think him being mm. the Black Panther was one of the biggest things for T'Challa. I don't know. Sure. That's just me personally. I think, um, I think that was more just a fun story. I think they wanted to do, especially yeah. with Time Lord at the end there, or Star yeah. Lord at the end. And it um, gives you more of um, of uh, oh, what was uh, Black Panther's uh, nemesis? Um, uh, Michael B. Jordan played uh, Killmonger. Killmonger, yeah, it gave, it kind of gave us more of him, which people loved Killmonger. They I think that story was right? good. That one was good where he was working with Tony Hawk Stark, and then Tony it kind of went. <laughs> Tony Hawk, you know, Tony Hawk, you know, skateboarder. And then he went to go Tony Stark. Stark. doing 900 spins at the X Games. But uh, I think that story actually would have been a better story than what we saw, Mm. actually, in real life. I feel Mm. like that story, because it still went around in him taking over. Yes, yeah. One Uh, way or the other, he was working. I think that was a very interesting story. I think that would have been a better story, to be honest, than what we saw. I mean, don't get me wrong. Black Panther was one of the better movies they've done in a in an opening character movie. Um, And the way that Michael G. played Killmonger was well done. Yep. So I think those two just had a good chemistry. You saw with Mm -hmm. each other, and unfortunately, we're never going to see that again. But um, but uh, yeah, and then Killmonger died. Did he though? I mean. Um, the world is open. We never know anymore. Um, <laughs> this is like with the multiverse, they can bring back other characters mm-hmm. as other actors. You never know. Tom yeah. Cruise could be Tony Stark in the next little bit. You never know. Spider Man, because he never ages, just like Tom Holland. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Wow, you sounded really depressed when I said that. <laughs> I don't think you could be Spider Man. I think I think we have enough Spider Mans as there is. If they introduce another Spider Man, then. <laughs> There's no. Well, like, I mean, there is, will be another Spider-Man eventually in ten years. But I mean, like, yeah. if they. I mean, it wasn't one, ten like, years between Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. That's what I'm saying. If they introduce one in that short of a time frame, then we have a problem. Yeah, that's a lot. But yeah. I mean, I was upset when I heard that Tom Holland had been cast as Spider-Man. I'm like, but Andrew Garfield is currently like anyway. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you look at the two movies, like, they obviously weren't written properly. For Andrew, like, yeah. like if you look at the one scene in like the Amazing Spider-Man, like um, when he's uh, there's a car thief or something. I can't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. I remember the scene, but like he was like he the guy pulled out a knife. This is why I remember it. He pulled out a knife and then he was like, "Oh, I'm so scared," and blah blah blah. And then like was Spider-Man like how Spider-Man yeah. would have reacted all like, yep, equally. And then and then but then they switched it to get so dark and gingy all of yeah. a sudden like, in the yeah. same scene. And I'm like, yeah. That's why it failed because you mm. you're trying to represent an emotion that didn't need to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Fair. And um, the thing with like the Tom Holland Spider Man's is it took my my biggest fault with that is that, and but a lot of people see this as a positive and I get it, but it's just just me as a I'm I'm impatient. Um, is it took him three movies to build a Spider Man to mm. show the the. Um, well, the, the whole three movies, movies was his origin. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. They took three fucking movies to get to a point to be him to be this where he needs to be. And I'm like, for fuck's sure. sakes. Not I'm not saying they were bad movies. Yeah. I mean, no, the first one was kind of eh. The only thing that saved it was that final scene with him in the car with 
to me yeah. saved it was him and um him and Fal- the Falcon or whatever the hell his name is uh in the car scene when he finds out that he's Spider-Man. I thought that scene was yeah. just well played by both of them. Um and how he reacted to him finding out, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it was a little yeah. but anyways, that's what saved that movie for me. And then Far From Home was it was a little bit of a mess. It was all over the place a little bit. Jake hit Jalen Hall as a kid, like, you know, eh, wasn't like, eh. And then the big mystery with um, him not being an imposter, like Samuel yeah, L. Jackson being like, theory. I think if they, I found that so annoying. I was like, because we're never, you're not, we're not going to deal with that for five years. Mm-hmm. Like we're not, like it won't come out until Secret Wars, which comes out like in two years. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it's just so annoying, something like that. But anyways, that's just me. But so, but like, uh, there's a lot of like petition to give Andrew Garfield a third movie now, um, mm. because he redeemed himself in this film. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, anyways, that's uh, what, in what film, Alex? What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Moving on. Uh, um, then we got only murders in the building. Yeah, it was, it was a fun, fun series, fun watch. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I hate a show old about man, but... people making a podcast show about. A murder that happened in their building. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Uh, Star Wars Visions. I've actually not watched it, but I've I don't think I've seen things. all of it. Like I was thinking about it as I was writing it on our notes today, and like I was like, I know I've watched a good amount of it, but I don't know if I ever finished it because yeah. like every episode's a unique story, right? And it's a unique yeah. um, a studio doing the animation for that yeah. episode. And uh, I just, I like, I can't remember if I've actually seen them all. I need to go back and check now. But uh, it, like, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. And then the we got Hawkeye. Um, it was okay. You got saved by having the last two episodes. Yes, um, the last two episodes is what you know, especially with like, show. well, you have Yolana, Yelena, whatever her name is. Yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh's character. She kind of saved that show with her, her and Kate Bishop's reaction actions together. Yep. Like, I don't I mind. Can... I don't mind uh, Haley Steinfeld, like how she played that character. But it got a lot yep. better when she had somebody yep. on her somebody level, did. like some of her age group to work with yeah yeah to balance her out yeah yeah because when the scene with her and yelena in the apartment was actually pretty clever oh it was and then the fight scene that they had was yeah good too so um and that's like high praise for me so yeah is this the end of hawkeye's story now like is he done um it said season finale so i don't know if we'll get a sequel yeah like because like like his character doesn't need to do anything else like he's well like, i mean if it's a mentor him, thing still right like he's he's the yeah. only avenger like original avenger that's still alive other than the hulk but well and thor, and thor but thor i mean thor is going to be moving on we already know thor is yeah. kind of we we have to assume that thor is pushing his way out yeah um but i assume the hulk will always be around especially with she hulk coming out um because mm. he can't die so because like one of the biggest story arcs of the comic books but is that mark ruffalo and he looks like super old even in like shang chi in the post credit scene yeah yeah that's the thing though like in um in the comic books hulk is like the only is literally the last person on earth to live and mm. like um because he can't die he literally right. just can't die the hulk won't let it happen and there's a point where, like, I don't know who it was, like, wiped out the whole Earth. And the yeah. Hulk was the only one alive. And it was Hulk and, obviously, Bruce Banner. Um, yeah. And Bruce Banner tries to end his life, like, 40 times. But the Hulk just kind of stops him. And then eventually, they figure it out, the uh, find a way that he could separate himself from Bruce Banner. Uh, and okay. Bruce Banner dies, and the Hulk is just alive by himself. 
and it's like that's literally how the comic ends and it's just him wow. um <clears throat> but yeah no hawkeye i think it's gonna be building into something else okay hawkeye you know <laughs> hawkeye maybe you never know i could just see the hulk with like a bow and arrow just like just sharpshooting you never know (laughs) but what uh, if that could be season two what if episode yeah i think they're gonna be leading like i think the secret wars is kind of gonna build everything up to everything um because it'll probably be based in new york like everything is um we'll see what they just decide to do with uh kingpin because if he's alive which i'm sure he will be yeah um because I think they're they're doing an Echo TV show, so and she's Echo. I'm pretty sure the deaf girl. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that would be the big bad in that. He uh, Vincent DeFario, whatever his last name is, wants to be the big next big bad. Obviously, we already know Keg is going to be the next big bad. But mm-hmm. I think in a TV series, you could have Kingpin running throughout all of them. Yeah. The next few TV shows, whatever they choose to do, um, especially if they're based in New York, right? So like. I mean, we got Kang that's going to run through Loki and it's going to probably be based. I don't know how long that's going to, how long that one's going to play out. Right. But uh, I'm sure we'll see him in the multiverse. I think it's already announced that he's in the multiverse movie, but because uh, um, he kind of run ran the multiverse. Yeah. In a sense. That's like what I said in one of the other play- podcasts we talked about, we saw that. Oh, so I didn't show you the video, but like you see at the exact type time when Wanda in WandaVision, it's like uh, from the episodes, like at the exact same times, like time bits at the same times, you see Kang react to Wanda's action mm. at the same times. And it's like, I mean, that's just could be coincidence, but like, yeah, but if it isn't, that's a pretty clever thing for those guys to do. Yeah. Like he reacts completely, he's like, oh, stop, it's happening. <laughs> but it could be like multiverse thing, right? Like, yeah, you never know. Yeah. Kang has seen it all, so we'll see what happens. Um, so that's TV for Disney Plus. I'm sure there was other TV stuff out there, but we just didn't. Watch oh yeah, it. they they had a lot of stuff coming out. But I think like for us, that was some of like the bigger stuff that we like. We Tudor, t- and... Turner and Hooch. Turner yeah. and Hooch. Nobody saw that. Um, but uh, uh... yeah, and then we got uh, Netflix with their the shows, uh, yeah. big. Big game, big game changer was Squid Game. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, they kind of came like... on late for TV for me this year, anyway. Like, I well, yeah, I well, really... a lot of things for Netflix, like they they take from TV like stations. Like you look yeah. at like Titans just went on there. Season three of Titans yeah. just went on there, yeah, yeah. and that was only on DC Fandom or whatever it's called. Yeah, I like I really only am paying attention to, like the the original content from them. Yeah. And like as I was trying to look through like the release calendar, I was just like, there was not a lot of stuff that came. Well, out they lost the space. Earth. Just came out, and that was good. And that was the last season. Okay. I think it was fun. Um, that's a Netflix show. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arcane was like definitely one of my top mm-hmm. series of this year for sure. Um, mm-hmm. The Witcher season two just dropped. Um, yeah. I just finished that uh, the other night and. Um, that one was, uh, it, I don't think it was as good as the first season. Mm. Yes, lots of fucking I know you were kind shit of happened at the end of it last week, but yeah, yeah, this it, fucking it, dragon it's... comes out of fucking nowhere. Uh, like, honestly, I know, I know what it's coming out of, like, it's coming out of a different fucking universe, and then the fucking, yeah. the fucking 
horsemen at the end and like oh, it's just so fucking so where are they gonna go are they gonna fight the these... year of like the multiverses for every like are they gonna go fight show? these fucking things or are they gonna go fight this other darkness are they gonna create more witches or are they gonna go fucking do this like <laughs> there's like what storyline are you gonna, what are they gonna follow it's here? a choose your own adventure it's like, alex it's i know adventure. it's like they've opened so many doors for themselves but also created so many problems. Like now you have so many questions of how they're going to solve this problems and these problems. I'm like, <laughs> and you're only releasing 10 episodes or a season. So it's like, I get it. So it would be a very expensive show to create. I don't blame them, yeah. but like, ah, it's just so annoying. Um, I, I, so like, I, like I enjoyed the series. Like, like I, I really enjoyed season two. I thought it was a fun season, but like comparatively to the first season, it was not as strong. Oh, and the acting was so fucking annoying in some scenes. Like the fucking, <laughs> there, there was times that it was rough, yeah. Like when they were doing the fucking training with her, and well, she was just doing it herself, but whatever. Yeah. I'm like, girl, you're not showing any emotion doing this. You don't even look frustrated. You just look like your face is there. Well, she just had like a like a, a like one face through a lot of it. Was just, I'm like, you're not even showing frustration. You're not even showing anger. And I understand that's kind of what you're trying to do here, but like. Yeah, no normal human being doing something over and over and over again. I get it; she's not a normal human being, but over and over again is not going to show. Like, it's just I don't know how they let that one go. But a, a lot of like the way you find out what she's feeling or what's going on with her is because they had to talk about it. <laughs> oh. Like um, now, like Henry Cavill, I think is still like just fantastic as Geralt. Um, he brings a lot of knowledge of the series and the show. And I know he like is very active on set with making sure that things are happening in a certain way. And so like his portrayal um, and his acting throughout this season, I was very okay with. I thought he did a great job. Um, the other witchers, I felt like and I'm commented during one of the last scene, last episodes when you see a bunch of the witchers uh, fighting and some of them dying. And I'm just like, Man, a lot of these witchers are pretty pathetic compared to Carol. Oh, like, and then the fact <laughs> that they just like decided to like Yennefer, this pointless character in this fucking show. Like, first of all, she was so powerful in the first one. And I get it; she lost her fucking power. But like now, she's just like now she's just like this second-rate character in the story. I'm like, she was the most, she was the second lead in this fucking show, and now she's yeah. just there. I was like, you're not yeah, doing well, this like, character justice the whole series anymore. Of, like bringing them back together, and then her having to realize that she's not just the magic that she's more than the magic right but like yeah i i, I do agree it was pretty, they just like, didn't do anything with her especially story. in that last fight like she just shows up at the very end like <laughs> again she was building the fucking thing but like yeah holy fuck you literally just let this character go it was just like <laughs> well man me 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 i'm like you had this uh and i feel like that character did very well in the first season and it was just like now yeah. you're just kind of like yeah She's here now. She's like she's a girl. She's in love with him, but he's not in love with her and doesn't trust her anymore. I'm like, oh, you played that character. You wrote that character really wrong in this season. And that's just mm. my opinion. But whatever. Maybe we'll see more of it in the next time in ten years. Yeah, when we see the next season. Um, <laughs> in ten years, probably like two. That's still very long. Yeah, but that's just TV what is else is Mark? What else yeah. is Henry Cavill doing? Anyways, nothing. Um, it's not doing Superman. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Um, um, really quickly back to Squid Game. Uh, so season three just got announced with Netflix. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they're they're just confident that that show is going to continue to be a major hit. Well, it seems how much they go with it. I don't know. I don't. I can't really see where else they can go with it. But sure. uh, yeah, I felt like that could have been a one one and done kind of story. They didn't. The ending always made me mad. Um, how he just gives up and goes back. I understand why he does it. Like, again, I get why they're doing these things, but 
stick to a fucking plot here, bud. Just go back to your daughter. Like it just <laughs> find out. I, yep. it's just, I don't know. That's just um Prime Video. got red hair all of a sudden. Yeah. Prime Video. Uh, so Wheel of Time obviously just uh, finished up uh, last week. Uh, oh my god. So you liked it that much, eh? Jesus Christ. This show. You know, I saw an ad today that said it's the best fantasy series ever on television. Have you ever seen fantasy series on TV? <laughs> I don't think this person's ever seen. Like, oh my god. There I was, was just like I think there was a lot to like, there's a lot to not like about this first season. Um, I already kind of harped on it in a previous podcast, but um the like anytime they were like indoors, out outside of Outside of the Witcher's Castle, and um, I think episode two when they went and visited his friend who was the Beast. It was basically Beauty and the Beast. But we're we talking about Witcher? Witcher again. Yeah, what was I just talking about? Wheel of Time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I just got you gotta just switched. Um, <laughs> I totally did. No, yeah. So okay. So every every time they're indoors in Wheel of Time in like the castle, it looks terrible. The lighting is awful. Um, and I just like couldn't get over that this is a Sony's, that a lot. Sony Studio produced by Amazon, and like they just couldn't get the visuals down. Like they just struggled mm. with it. Constantly. I find that a lot right now because like uh, before we like we will go into detail a little bit later. But when I was watching the book of Boba Fett today, they had a dark scene. It was just so dark. Like I don't know why everyone's just choosing to stay dark. Um, I don't know this scene exactly. I can't remember. I was just like, I just watched it before this too, and I'm struggling to think of. And I understand that. that. I remember he he turns on a light a little bit later. Um, it's there's two scenes. It's obviously the one at the beginning, and we'll be anyways. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it. We'll go. Into, but I'm like, I don't know why everyone's keep choosing to use these dark scenes and keeping them so dark. Like, it's not like it's in a movie theater where it's gonna shine a lot brighter on a bigger sure. projector. It's a TV. So unless your TV setting is high up, the settings are high enough you're not going to catch it as much. And maybe that's because if you look at the Lord of, like Lord of the Rings, um, Game of Thrones scene with the dragons, that was a big mistake. And I thought people would have learned from that because he did that intentionally. And yeah. I was like, why would you do that intentionally? This is literally the fight that everyone's been waiting for. Like, I understand he was trying to go for like to make it a little bit more realistic, more, you know, uh, to give the feel of it being scary and dark and situation that didn't work. Yeah, it just frustrated everyone, and I feel like yeah. when people do it in other scenes like this, especially something like these shows, like, come on now, like especially a streaming service. Like, but- super quick sidebar. Speaking of Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage, I guess, recently like made a comment to someone somewhere about the end of um, Game of Thrones, and he defended it, and he was trying to say like, "Hey, like it's a really great show. Like it subverted expectations. It was great." I'm just like. I'm so sick and tired of people telling me that like subverting expectations is like the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Like that, that no matter what, that's going to make it great, you know? Um, Mm. And I think we learned that after the last, was it the last Jedi? The second, the episode eight. Yeah. Um, It was just like everything. We we know what's wrong. Star Wars. The fact that the fact is they had three different people write three different movies. Yeah. And then cancel one and bring back somebody else. Yeah. It was like, why would you do that? Write a story and you could have one full story written and have three people, different directors. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You should have, but you can't have three different people writing three different (laughs) movies for one story. It doesn't work that way. And that's why it failed. But, Anyways, 
because there was no cohesion. This person wanted to do it this yeah. way. This person wanted to do it this way. And then they didn't like that one. So they decided, hey, let's fucking do it this way. And then the third person who was supposed to do it was like, no, you really fucked up my story. So I quit. And then, ah, fucking Star Wars. Um, yeah. Uh, but coming back to Wheel of Time, uh, yeah. tell us how you really feel, Alex. Jesus Christ. This, okay, the person who plays Rand like, is a fucking annoying as hell. First of all, I can't get past <laughs> this lackluster of a character actor. Like it's just, I can't do it. And then okay, it's so and then pretty the, bad. <laughs> and then and it really shone shine to me when they did the whole scene. Spoiler alert to you haven't watched the finale yet, but the whole thing with the dark, uh, the dark whatever dark he is. Lord. Is it the Dark Lord? Because the Dark Lord sounds like Harry Potter. So that's why I'm like, they, they, Dark Lord. It, it is the Dark Lord. It's used like everywhere. Or the Dark One. Is it called the Dark One? Oh, you say the dark, one. the dark one. Um, yeah. But the dark, and then like they built up this whole thing that the dark one and this guy, uh, and and the, and the the dragon are gonna have this big epic, you know, moment. No, nope. it was the most boring fucking thing I've ever watched. I was like, yep. what is happening right now? This is supposed to be an epic moment. What? Yeah. You're just talking to each other, like, and yeah, there could this, be. Like, you could have some epic conversations, moment. right? You yeah. could have some epic conversations, but they didn't even have that. It wasn't even an epic conversation. And then he threatened Maureen, cool. and Maureen was like, meh, 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 white stuff everywhere. And I was like, <laughs> what is happening right now? Like, Yeah, so, and having read the book, I knew that it was a pretty, like, underwhelming thing, because this wasn't the last battle, which is what it's advertised as throughout the show. I, I'm clear, I'm sure they're going to meet up again again eventually, that. but... Oh, yeah, yeah, like, it, it, it escalates, and there are big fights to come, absolutely. But this is but the first season. This is the told, first... Well, it, the first book, right? And so... Yeah, but I mean, from a writing is, a TV show point of view, this is the... Yeah, totally. This is your ending moment. This That's is what's going to bring change something from people the book back. To make it a bit more exciting. Absolutely. This yeah. is what's going to bring people back. But you had yeah. no way... Like, I have no interest in watching the second season with him <laughs> walking away by himself. Uh, the Asian dude finding her all of a sudden. Like, yes, she trained to track her. But, okay, and now she has tracking train abilities? Like, where the hell did that come from? Why does she know that? Like... Like, there's no explanation to why. Yeah, they never tell you what it is. It's just like, <laughs> I didn't track you. I tracked her. Yeah, but how do you know how okay. to track people? You're a <laughs> healer, for fuck's sake. And this is one of those things. This didn't happen in the book. So I'm like, this is one of those like really weak spots where I'm like, clearly they just did this to like, you know, further their creative choice with yeah. the story. Because there was nothing behind it. They had no answer for that. And they build it up really early when she first catches up with Lan, he's like the whole season you're just like how did she do it Lan's mm -hmm. really curious how you, she did it and then it's just like it wasn't you it was her <laughs> okay and i'm like and then oh you're meeting my family but you know what they're not really my family but they are but they're not but i'm like okay what and now we're gonna sleep together cool but i don't want you can't love me blah 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 I'm like fuck sakes guys what is this what is happening I have no interest in watching the second season. I'm going to, but I have no interest into it. So, <laughs> like this show has yeah. just there's there's stuff they need to improve on for a season two. They need to yeah. for me visuals like has to get an upgrade. I was pretty mm -hmm. let down often mm -hmm. in this show. Like whoever's doing the visuals for The Witcher should do the visuals for for Wheel of Time because like well the, uh, the whole dark thing. It's the once they can get a dark thing uh, out of the picture. I think of like. Like even their dark scenes, and then like the only dark scene that actually worked was when they did like the magic, but there was so much light. Mm -hmm. 
when the three the five witches were oh yeah, uh, yeah. not witches uh, the five uh, women were using their powers yeah and like like I thought that scene worked really well but now we have this character that you built up that we love with this who's in love with the the dragon reborn is now dead I'm like cool great or is somewhat dead I don't remember I don't really no, remember how she died. Yeah, she gets burned up and she uses all her power. And then uh, Nain, or whatever her name is, is all, all depressed and sad and crying all over. Edwayne. Yeah, Edwin. 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 Was it Edwin that lives? And Nain? Yeah, either she way. Lived, they put then, all this effort into it. dies. Yeah, either character. Egwene brings I was her just back. Like, I was just like, what? This. I just. Ah, just follow through. <laughs> Kill the character or don't. Yeah, no, I I agree. I wanted at least one character to die, and it was kind and of like they were all and then, like, still there. Yeah, and then, well, I guess the wolf guy you gotta die, but Parent? even he then, didn't die didn't he? He gets kicked. Like, no. he get like he gets a trap. Like, he or something. sees everybody else in the room die, and then they all take off. I thought he died. I thought he got Did killed you fall too. Sleep while watching this episode. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought he got killed too. I thought like because they no, showed, he was just like, standing at the back threatened. of the room as they left. No, because he shows up and questions the guy, doesn't he? He was talking to them. Yeah, and then I thought kill they him. killed him. No, they had a whole conversation because he's like tavern, and so the dark one made him like watch them, blah, blah blah blah. And the whole thing was just them like basically saying like, you know, you're losing, but they left. They didn't. They didn't kill him. Clearly, they didn't care enough. But yeah. oh, just like fuck. and that guy and that actor too, like, yeah, he was rough. He was oh my god. Actor. Yeah. This whole show, man, it's just like what? Moraine's pretty solid. Lan is solid for their characters. Kind of. For their characters. Like, their characters are um, supposed to be emotionlessly emotionless, and they're kind of pulling it off. Yep, but yep. I like that. It's just like everyone else Nynaeve is like... annoyed me a lot. She was just constantly like, ah, oh, screw the ice and I. And it was just very, like, basic. It didn't feel like there was a lot of reason behind it. Um, like, mm. she she just tells you that her mentor, the previous wisdom, got turned down. And that was her whole reason for hating the Aes Sedai. It's like, yeah, because it. one That's person why gets you hate like, them. Like, yeah. so, like, so completely hate them because yeah. your mentor got turned down to be an Aes Sedai. And then, like, oh, and like, this happened like like an episode or two before when they just, when they show the backstory to the, the, the Tavern Seat or whatever her name is. Uh, uh, and that yeah, literally yeah yeah why why did you show us that there was know. literally no purpose for I you know. to show us that okay she came from nowhere and now maybe she's the most for future seasons but for this season it served zero benefit like granted and the only thing it showed in the first book by the way none of that it, was talked about in the first book the only so, thing it like, shows is that she came out of nowhere and now she's the most powerful thing yeah like, that's literally all it showed and but that yeah. doesn't mean anything until you use something that for that yeah and they did. Yeah, I totally agree. It was, it was, was just like a waste of our time to see that this season. They could have done that in an episode for season two when they're actually doing something with her character. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, oh my God. Yeah. This whole show. Choice. Choice. Anyway. Um, so that was uh, season one of Wheel of Time. Yeah. A good um, five out of five on that one. And I'm rookie numbering that. Five out of five, <laughs> yeah, not five show. out of five, five out of ten. Sorry, <laughs> I meant I think what I meant to say was 5.5 because I don't do rookie numbers. Sure, sure. I think 5. Um, 5 out of 10 is I'm like like around a six, so not far off from you. I, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed watching it. There were some really cool moments, uh, but there's a lot that they can improve, a lot mm -hmm. they can improve for a second season. And I want 
the show to continue because I have a vested interest. I've read the books a long yeah. time ago and I've been waiting a long time. Like, I remember in like 2010 when Universal had acquired the rights to make a movie of it. And I was just like so stoked. So I've been waiting First, a long time. My thing um, here is my problem with this show is that there's a sh- the show Shadow and Bone which is a um, young adult like teen book, romance book. Yep. Was written and done better. <laughs> Granted, it's a Netflix show. Maybe it was this yeah. why, but yeah. and they're kind of similar plot lines. Like you know, there's a sure. chosen one. There's a this. There's a dark so one. Every it's kind of very story. much yeah, basically. And I was just like, how is that one better than this? When this one is about like when Shadow Bones about stupid teenagers falling in love, and then well, because that's a teen drama, Alex. But it was like done better than this show. <laughs> like or at least you explained. Know what the these explained characters a lot in the books were teens, so like had they I know, done it, it was explained a lot. Yeah, the better. book was never designed as a teen or a tween novel. It was always. I feel an adult like, read, but yeah. there had to have been a miscommunication somewhere, or mm. COVID did something because they maybe this show dropped the ball. Unless yeah. this is how it's meant to be, I feel like it dropped the ball somewhere, and they they. Yeah. I think I think they've got a lot of room for improvement. So fingers crossed we gotta you know they start righting the wrongs of this first season um moving on though uh the grand tour uh had a couple specials this year that i really enjoyed um the most recent one was just ridiculous it just came out in like the last two weeks they go to france or i don't even know if they go to france but they're driving cars from france like french vehicles french automobiles automakers and they're just ripping them to shreds and like just shitting all over them it's a very just fun ridiculous episode that makes no sense and it just felt like oh we're in lockdown let's do something locally that we can just like have fun and not put a lot of effort into but it came out pretty entertaining so uh, for anybody who was longtime fans of you know the three guys from top gear uh jeremy clarkson richard hammond james may you'll definitely enjoy those specials um, yeah cars woohoo Uh, and then finally apple tv plus had uh, a couple shows that we really enjoyed this year obviously ted lasso season two probably one of our favorite shows of this year i would say yeah so it was good like there was like again like i said it had a little bit of a uh, a repeat at the beginning of the season yeah uh, where it wasn't really going anywhere and um at least i feel like it didn't really strong it ended getting a lot better throughout the season but like i said like all right we're, let's evolve these characters a little bit more. Let's keep going. Let's go. Let's go. And it took a little bit yep. for them to get there. And I get it. You want to reunite the the passion for the show, whatever. But eventually, I yep. got there. Yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see a little bit more progression. I don't know where they're going to really go in the next one, but you know, it's a comedy show. They'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah for sure. And we even got a like a holiday special uh, yep. that was all claymation. That was fun. Um, the morning show season two. Alex, what did you think about the morning show season two? Uh, I don't know if you heard that, but uh, no, no your your uh, screen blocked the plosives. Good, good. <laughs> um, yeah, the morning show season two is really strong. Um, if anything, I'm like more excited for more morning show now than I was after I watched the first season. Like the first season was really good. Season two just kept up the ante. It, it was very good show. Anybody who hasn't watched it, anybody with a first initial A 
should probably check it out there i know they would like it and so they should watch it and so this whole thing of just like promising the making a statement of never watching it they should just get over it and watch it anyway uh, or <laughs> it's being done on purpose i know it's being done on purpose um schmigadoon was an unexpected fun hit from season yeah. uh, from apple tv yeah, hopefully um, we don't get a second a second season, but we don't um, need a second season. But it was uh, it was entertaining for you know uh, for what it was for a limited. Hopefully, it's a limited series. It, it stays that. Yeah, way. it was only like six episodes anyway, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but it was it fun. Long. It was you know you had that and Ted Lasso come out on the same day, so you'd watch both of them and you'd be like, yeah. Bruh, 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 bruh. So it was good. Yeah, it just that's keeps really kind of apple tv plus train yeah. But general TV, what else we got? We got we got Survivor was a good one this season. Came back, you kind of. Ruled the world for Survivor. Canadian from Niagara Falls won it. She lives in Toronto now, but she won it. She's the first Canadian to ever oh, win she's it. She's all fancy. She lives in the expensive city now. Well, I think she just worked there. That's, you know, she's a, some sort of accounting manager or something. I don't know. Um, I can survive on Survivor. I can survive in Toronto. That's how they well, talk from Niagara that's Falls. That's definitely not how she talked, but that's fine. Um, because <laughs> uh, she's like a Philippine, she's from the Philippines who oh. <laughs> immigrated to Canada. She has a Canadian accent, sure. but she she immigrated to Canada and uh, and now uh, one Survivor. So there's that for regular. What else happened on regular TV? Um, Dexter, Dexter came back um, this year. Um, we're seeing season finale of Dexter, I think, <laughs> this Sunday. So that's cool. It's actually actually been really cool. Actually, it's been quite interesting. I think uh, I know you haven't watched it, but I think you should. I think you'll quite enjoy it. It does take, you know, a little bit to get into it because they have to introduce all these new characters. But like where um, he is now. But yeah. this last two episodes have been really. Uh, it's kind of got to the point where they, you know, it's ending, but it's mm-hmm. like okay, now these characters are dealing with shit, and now he's dealing with his past stuff as well, a lot more. Um, what else we got? We got uh, on regular TV the mass singer. Who cares about the mass singer, right? I don't know. So, what else we got? Uh, I don't watch general TV, so <laughs> like, I, I genuinely have no idea. <laughs> um, well, there was like a couple of things I didn't watch at the end of Supergirl ended this year. Okay. Um, there was a season finale of Supergirl, series finale of Supergirl. Yeah, uh, yeah the Flash yeah. came back this last month, and they kind of did like Batwoman still happening. Yeah, so Batwoman, the whole okay. thing of Batwoman is kind of crazy because like Ruby Rose just decided to stop. She left because there was a lot of um, her words are like she did say why she left for the longest time. Then recently, I think more stories came out. And she's like, no, I'm clearing the air now, and she's like, there was just a lot of abuse. Um, oh. Like just like uh, mentally abusing and stuff like mm. that. Like, like there was a lot of things wrong with that show. First of all, like apparently one of their start actors died while mm. filming that show um, with her there, and then uh, just stuff like with her. She wanted to do it this way. Like she was promised this, promised that, and it didn't go that yeah. way. And then she was promised this, promised that, and it didn't go that way. It was just a complete disaster, and she didn't feel comfortable working for that anymore. Sure, and then they sure. went in a different direction and brought in the, now this. Uh, uh, black bisexual girl who I've not watched yet, but I've uh, she was in the uh, uh, the Flash show this recent one because uh, they did mm-hmm. a whole crossover kind of thing, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so which was actually a cool series. It was like another Flashpoint kind of show, but it was like uh, it was a different way of doing it, and it was interesting. You know, Flash is it's got a, it's ending. I think at this is their last season. I think so. Mm-hmm. 
which I hope it is at least. Um, and it was the one that kind of survived throughout it. Like, obviously, Green Arrows are done, and uh, uh, Legends is still out there. So we'll see what's going on there. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm also on general TV. I don't watch a lot of general TV anymore either. Um, wrestling, always fun. Wrestling, always, always good times. Always, <laughs> always. Um, I don't watch actually a lot of wrestling anymore. I just don't have time for WWE at least because it's just so, it's just so much the same now. I don't know if they're getting <laughs> they're getting rid of all these people and like they're jumping ship. They're going to AEW, but like I'm not paying for another station to watch AEW. Another forty bucks to watch one show, so it's not worth it. Bucks for a station? What? Pretty much. It's like because what you're doing is you're buying wow. the TSN package, so you're getting all the uh, TSNs. So that's it. how Rogers does it. So it's probably more yeah. like twenty bucks, but yeah, it's just like why am I paying for two? If I, you know, but I, I'd rather have yeah, Sportsnet yeah, yeah. because it has all the hockey anyways. If I'm gonna watch that, so fair. Um, um, yeah, that's TV. Let's let's talk uh, real quick before we move on from TV. Just our reactions to book of boba fett episode one yeah yeah so i never really generally gave a crap about boba fett sure um i'm not one of those fanboys star wars fanboys who just loved boba fett for no reason even though he's in two (laughs) movies for like 10 minutes um i get why he looked cool at the time and he was you know there's a lot of mystery behind him i know in the comic books and the stories he does a lot but uh yeah um, yeah i don't know it was okay. It was fun. You know, like I said, the one scene that was uh, like the dark scene when he was in the pit, obviously. Yeah, the Sarlacc um, pit. That was a cool way to like so soon. introduce the show and be like, yeah. okay, yeah, this is what happened to this character, right? It was just, a, it was a little dark. Like I said, like it was hard to, like I honestly put, I know why he did be. it. But yep. Yep. There's another scene though. I just can't remember what it was. And I was like, why? Why are you making this so dark for no reason? But, uh, was it where they're in like Jabba the Hutt's like room and everybody? No, it had to be because that made sense. Like... It had to be one of the nights, like either when the um, uh, yeah, it was tied up with the sand people. But even though when we at that time they had the fire there, but I think it was yeah, I think it was when the um, what are they called? When the little things come and like take a seat and stuff. The Jawas, yeah, I think it might have been. Oh, it was all like because that was during a sandstorm. Um, what was that at night? It was just that night, and they just show up. Yeah. And there was a because I remember the one scene, like the one you could only really tell that the one was walking back to the one ship, while the other three. Yeah, uh, it was just so dark so, for no reason. I'm and curious I mean, like, because so I watched this on my projector, which yeah. is not an HDR. Yeah, you I know watch it on your TV on app, probably on your Apple TV, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which would be an HDR, and HDR just by having it on makes your set darker. And I'm wondering if like in order to really appreciate and enjoy this, like these shows in HDR, if you have to have a TV that can like output the brightness, like enough to justify the loss and brightness you get just by having HDR turned on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I didn't struggle with that scene. Uh, so I, I couldn't figure out where you were going with that, but that totally would make sense mm-hmm. um, based on what you're describing. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh I was, like I had the light on too, so like if I turn the light off, maybe it would have been different. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I don't know. It's just yeah. uh, it's just annoying when you can't see what's going on. Yeah, like I could kind of yeah. tell. Like I could, I could still make it out, but I just feel like it doesn't mm. need to be necessarily that dark. 
yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean like it doesn't need to be as um dark on i guess crazy um yep. like that but anyway, overall it was okay i'm not yeah like, i'm okay. not attacked i'm not a big fan character. of the actor yeah like i thought i think it's kind of cool him. that they keep I, using I think the it's same actor they're still using him and they're and, using like you know he's still a native character like he still yeah. plays like native roots to it too as well as like uh, i might i might get some like it, flack for this but like from a continuity perspective i'm kind of annoyed that Boba Fett goes from being very in shape to not appearing to be in particularly great shape. Like suddenly he's just got a beer gut and it's like, why is that a thing? You know, you like, so the, like the actor who plays Boba Fett, mm-hmm. he's got a, mu- he's, his abdomen is much larger than what Boba Fett was. Like if you compare a picture of what Boba Fett looked like, and then you see what he looks like in the show. Yeah. Like, but it that's... looks so tiny on his chest. Whereas like when, he fell into the Sarlacc pit. He was very fit, and it was going down to his belt line. You see that later, like when he's um, at the beginning, when he's dressing himself. Yeah, and his armor like fits him, like it like shrinks everything on him. Uh, it's still not as like tight fitting. Yeah, but like, I mean, I he's also older. As soon as it ended, I know he's older, and I like I totally understand. I just think like from a continuity perspective, the armor doesn't fit nearly as well as it did. Um, you know what I mean? So I just I struggled with that a little bit because it just it, like the armor has been bothering me since I first saw him on Mando, just like how cleaned up it is and like how like smooth and matte finish it is. Whereas like I always remember Boba Fett's armor a certain way from the movies. And like, yeah, but I, that's from, different also. Like they also explain Mandalorians a little bit different in that time frame. Like they explain the, the metal, how the metal's not supposed to be able to get marked up. Sure. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, we also fucking... we also know that like Boba Fett's armor is a little bit different than your typical Mandalorian armor. I don't think so because he takes it from his dad, doesn't he? And then his dad's was an original. He takes uh, I mean, we also too. know that like Mando Mando's armor in particular is like of a specific material that not I mean, all he other makes his right like the beginning have. of Mandalorian yeah. doesn't he remake his? He, he gets like the the Empire the metal and remakes it. So, but I mean, like yeah, but um. His is an original one from back in the sure. High Republic days. Yeah, of when Mandalorians were had their own planet and everything. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think it's a little bit different. That's why his always looks different. Um, yeah. Because he can't rebuild his. It just um, it just bugs me like how like it looks so like it just it looks so different than what it did in the movies. That's what I guess what my bother is with it. It's just like it doesn't. It's got a different like texture almost. It looks like. Um, a bit more of a matte finish. It, it, again, it does bother me that it doesn't look like it's fitting the actor very well um, compared to how it used to fit Boba Fett. And like that was my problem from a continuous standpoint is if the start of this show is right when he falls in the Sarlacc pit and getting out of it, shouldn't it fit the same way that it did when he fell into the Sarlacc pit? I think, um, well, we don't know that yet because it's telling two different stories. So it's telling the story when he takes over for Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, after uh, Bib Fortuna's had it, we don't know how long is this after the Mandalorian, because yeah. in the Mandalorian he's clearly been living he's on this planet. Back. Yeah, and he's, he's been clearly there. living on this planet for years. So uh, I'm just gonna look it up. How because long like after because what's uh, her face? Uh, what's her character's right. name? Ali. What's her name? Probably five years. Yeah, a lot of things can happen to him. And look, look right. you look at it, yeah. he's like, he's always in his medical chamber because yep. he was burnt to shit from the Scarlet Pet. And, That's true. Uh, 
yeah um all that stuff so there are a lot of things could have happened to change it like, you're right. look at vader right yep. you look at i mean yes that's 20 years but when you took vader's mask off he was this fat white dude totally, which yeah. makes no sense Fair. right in theory um yeah. the white dude makes sense the fat part doesn't but uh, yeah yeah um the white dude yeah. makes sense. um well luke's layer white like full blooded white, and then Anakin was but white. He's got a and then... black voice, and he's in black armor. Cla- classic, classic cultural appropriation. How I don't know, I don't know. But uh, oh man, James well, there, still has there's... the best voice of all time. So I'm still mad that they put him back in the Lion King remake. Why? He was so old, and you could tell. Yeah, like you could tell that he was so much older from the first one, which yeah. makes sense. But I was just like, ah, it just seemed so tired. He just seemed like <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is tired. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. But like, I mean, <laughs> Mufasa was still young when he died in the storyline, yeah. right? You know what I mean. So yeah. like, and then who? And then Idris Elba, who played his brother, who's twenty years difference between the two. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But whatever, <laughs> whatever. And then they ripped out the best song from that movie. Anyways, not the point. But we had to change the original. Oh, so bad about that. Oh. So bad. Well, but, TV, but yeah, man. That's TV. So what are we looking forward to for 2022? Well, you got to give your review of TV. What's your review? 2021 television. Yeah, I don't know. 7.2. Yeah. I TV was definitely better than movies was for me. Mm. Um, I still struggle to find stuff to watch TV, and I still fucking struggle to watch stuff now because I don't think, for me personally, I want to watch. Like that's just me. I don't want to watch Arcane. You I don't want to watch Cowboy Bebop. I don't want to watch. Sure. Um, these those. I don't want to watch I mean, Bridgerton. There's, there's I don't want to watch. There's tons right? of stuff to watch. There's always lots of. But stuff it's just stuff I just don't. There's always lots of stuff you don't want to watch, right? And yeah. I think for me, the one thing that I've appreciated this year, because over the last decade, I've watched far less cable television than i've watched streaming i've been far more into watching streaming and i think streaming is getting a lot better with bringing original content but the one thing that always drove me nuts is that the way netflix handles streaming i know a lot of people love this but i actually despise it that the whole season drops at once i hate that i want I a show I, I know a lot of people really do i just like i want a show that i can watch week after week and let it sink in what happened and talk about it I, I, I don't want to show that like I'm watching every episode back to back to back binging it and then half of it I don't retain because I'm just getting through so much at once like I but I, I think find, that's I, on that's also on the viewer though I believe like sure because that's what I do like I uh, yeah I'll binge a whole show if I'm wanting to watch it mm-hmm. but I will also like for my lifestyle I watch maybe one or two episodes and then I'm done and have to watch the next ones a different day like I only watch it when I'm eating, or sure, yeah. And I, and I think that's a healthy. That, yeah, you're right. That's you know that's I mean? the way so I like did I think... The Witcher. I watched one episode of The Witcher a night for like a week, and then I got through yeah. the whole thing more or less. I think you know maybe watch two episodes at once here or there. But what what I'm getting at is that I'm really enjoying Apple TV and Disney Plus bringing back a bit of the weekly releases, and it's actually nice in conjunction with Netflix where you do get it all at once, and now you have you know more to look forward to week to week because it's hard to produce a lot of original content and have it all come out at one time. And then like, what do you do to fill people's time with until the next thing comes out? Right. Unless well, that's Netflix, the thing when Netflix has that, so much, but stuff, Netflix right? has so much 
product to do that with. Because not you, only are they getting their own original content, they're bringing in TV show contents with totally. K, with NBC, with yeah. Fox. They have not Fox necessarily, but NBC, yep. um, the CBC, like all those shows have contracts with these people. So that's why yep. I think Netflix can drop a whole season because then you have a whole catalog that you can back yeah. into. Yeah. And so does Disney Plus now and all that yep. stuff. Now they do because now they have yep. the rights to Fox's shows. Um, they can do that. Apple TV still learning. They're, they're still building their stuff. but Their catalog, yep. Um, but yeah, I think it's just two different kind of versions. And Prime's the same way as Netflix. Like they can, yeah. Um, if they wanted to drop a whole season, they could. Um, yep. I think they're just they're just playing their time, and I think Wheel of Time, if they just dropped the whole show, would have saved me a lot of time and a lot of hatred. Because now I have to wait a week to watch this stupid fucking show. Yeah, I love it. Beast I love getting to look forward to it. It's great for our podcast, as we found. With That's Disney the only Plus, positive you know? of doing dropping it single week <laughs> for the podcast, where I just get angry every week. I'm like, I don't want to watch this next fucking week, but am I gonna fucking watch it next week? Yes, because I have to. And I hate my life. <laughs> and the worst that it drops on a Friday. So I'm like, yeah. oh, now I'm done work and I want to have to watch this stupid show. Um but uh, you know. I mean, the I'm last going... week for a week and a half for me yeah. it's been nothing. So I had of course I just killed tons of shows, but yeah. I think TV for me this year would be probably like a 7.6. I it was better than movies for me um this year. Yeah, there were some movies to enjoy, but there's definitely more television that I've enjoyed this year than movies. Um, I mean, for me, this this, this has been a lot of weeks where it's just I always have something to look forward to. Um, Mm -hmm. So they've done all right. Yeah. I mean, this year was better for me from last year because Survivor was back. So, you know, and I won money. So it worked (laughs) out. Well, look at you. And she was Um, my first pick, too. Didn't know anything about her. Just the fact (laughs) she was from Canada. I was like, all right, I'm picking her. And then we well, will. let's get into our uh, our looking forward to 2022. Let's kick it off with gaming, shall we? Uh, okay. Alex is totally uh, prepared. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's just run through them. We got a list here. So Pokemon Legends kicks us off in January. So we got Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus. I don't know how to pronounce it. Wow. Um, but it's basically take Pokemon as you know it go back like hundreds of years to like medieval times. It's not medieval times. I don't know. It just looked like, obviously it's olden times, you know, when people are just starting to like catch Pokemon, do that kind of thing. And it looks like they took the breath of the wild engine. So like mash Pokemon breath of the wild together, put it in an old timey, you know, setting. There you go. That's the new Pokemon. We'll see how that goes. Well, they also just released Um, the other Pokemon games like, uh, brilliant diamond and shining pearl. Yeah. 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 Um, we got Sifu coming out on the PlayStation and PC in February. That game looks like it's got a really cool combat uh, system to it, like really like smooth um, kung fu and fighting. Sure, I don't remember <laughs> it, but yeah, uh, I sent you a video of it like two weeks ago. Right, um, right, right. Yes, I remember. <laughs> uh, Horizon Forbidden West comes out on PlayStation Four and PS Five in February eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna be very be frustrated that. that week when I play that and I forget how to play and I have to. I remember being very frustrated with the first one because it was just like, "Fuck you, you little fucking robot dragon." Like, <laughs> well, I'm gonna be most away. frustrated about is at the start of the game when you lose all your abilities and equipment from the first game and all your armor that you mm-hmm. spent the whole game working to get and then you have to start from scratch like you've forgotten how to do everything your health meter is back to zero i'm like that 
drives me so crazy in sequels. Like, mm. let me progress. Don't I, I remember the first one. Start me over. Like, because you have to build your arrows, and I always found that so fucking annoying. Like, you can't just buy them or anything. And then, like, I don't remember fighting this fucking T Rex. I had probably like six um, arrows and like four like electronics, and I had to fucking run around for like an hour trying to fight this thing because I had to keep rebuilding yeah. arrows. And then like I had to be strategic about it. Because Is that the one that always... was in the room? It was like no, in, like, uh, it was uh... in a cave section. Like it was in like two. It was like it was. I was in a little like alcove of cave. Like not a cave, mm. but it was outside. But it was like two mountains meet each other and I'm just in this corner with the fucking T-Rex. And I I was like, you motherfucker. That's the one that that was the one that frustrated me the most. Not even the 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 bird one or whatever. Because the bird one was really kind of annoying too. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so but I'll get through it and I will fight. I feel like I'm going to get really frustrated with the water ones now, but whatever, that's fine. Mm. Um, I I think I kind of need to go back and play um, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn because I never did the the Frozen Wilds. I never did the expansion. Yeah, me so me I have that because it was for free on PlayStation Plus not that long ago. Um, so I feel like I just need to go back and do that. Because I 100 percent did the first game. Like I got I did everything there was. I got every piece of armor, every unlockable. Um, and at the time, I still felt like it wasn't as good of a game as people were making it out to be. The dialogue drove me crazy when they would talk, but their lips wouldn't match. They would just have random animations as they're talking. Like this needs to be fixed. So hopefully that's resolved. This game was made by the developers of Killzone previously, so I get it. It was a wild new direction for them. I just hope they they improve on some of that stuff. So yeah, we'll see. Um, March fourth, we get Gran Turismo Seven. Uh, I've been a long time fan of the Gran Turismo series, and yawn. Uh, hey, you know what? It's one of the most technically impressive games for for the PlayStation, like PS five, this should be a showcase game to show what it is visually capable of. That's always been Gran Turismo. They've done an amazing job making environments and cars and everything look Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. feel very realistic uh, for what's capable. So I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what they can pull off with the PS five hardware. I don't can't justify paying a hundred dollars for a game to drive in a circle. Um, I hope it's not a hundred (laughs) dollars. Oh, it's going to be at least 90 bucks, but really, uh, Every game oh, comes out at $79.99 now. Every I don't know. Guardians is only like 45 bucks when I bought it. Yeah, but that's it probably sale, but... sale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any new game oh, is... I'm not going to buy it new. But how are you going to review it? You, can't, you have to play it right away. Well, maybe Polyphony Digital will be like, hey, you talked about this on your end of your podcast, and we're going we're gonna to send you a press copy that you can review. There you go. That's how I review it. Okay. <laughs> I'm such a cool car guy and I have such an influence in social media on on the TikToks. Um yeah, that I don't have. <laughs> get it. It's very very uh, interesting. <laughs> Speaking of which, TikTok is at the number one like app downloaded on all the app stores right now. I still don't understand why or like why. Well, it's you so were never big on Vine there. either, but like no, I wasn't. um yeah. or that kind of Snapchat. short sort that's short joke. Like it's just like anyone can put anything up really quickly. Yeah. It's just short moments, and a lot of short moments are very funny. Um, like obviously my algorithm is movies, television, and dogs. So it's a whole yeah. thing. Um so it's fun. It, there's a lot of fun content. There's a lot of stupid ass content out there. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if I put out content, it'd be fine. But like I don't put out a lot of content. 
on there. But it's it's you know it's it's just the way you know it's an easy thing to get lost in. You can watch yeah. all these creators do stuff, right? And like you, if you watch Instagram Reels, pretty much all of those are just coming off TikTok, and yeah. it's those creators just putting them back on another system so they get more views, right? So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of the same fucking thing. Um, yep. Yeah, Fair enough. but I think it's interesting because it's like it's very it can reach worldwide so mm-hmm. much quicker. Like you know what I mean? Like because sure. the for you page is supposed to be like just random videos that you're getting. And um, sometimes you do. Sometimes you only get, sometimes you do get videos of just like that have no likes or anything. You're like, what the fuck? How am I seeing this? Mm. But it's, it's an interesting progress, but cool. Anyways, maybe someday. Yeah, probably not. Um, We got Starfield coming out November 11th and it has been confirmed. This is the first of the Bethesda titles that will be exclusive to Xbox and PC. But PlayStation owners will not get Starfield. What's the game that's coming up from Bethesda that's going to PlayStation? I can't remember what it's called. I saw it the other day. Doesn't matter. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. We should finally maybe get the next-gen upgrade. It was supposed to come out this year. Didn't happen because they were dealing with all the bugs of the original release. So we'll see if I eventually play this game because I'm waiting until the the upgrade comes. Um, It still was the top-played PC game of this year, which makes sense. The PC game did not have all the bugs. It was limited to PS4 and Xbox One consoles. So um, Cyberpunk 2077 did great on PC this year. Hoping we get the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 upgrade for next year. Oh, sorry. It's um, like, um, sorry. Yeah, it was Deathloop because Deathloop makes Bethesda, and that's a game PS uh, oh. Five exclusive. Yeah, well, and, yeah, we knew that like Ghostwire Tokyo developed that's games gonna... were going to be coming. Uh, yeah, still, so like Bethesda like... is going to honor those exclusives. Yeah, yeah. and then um, yeah, um, we're also expected to get God of War Ragnarok next year, uh, Gotham Knights on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, Hogwarts mm-hmm. Legacy, which has been talked about for a long time. I thought it was supposed to come out in 2021. Got delayed. But, um, uh, it got delayed. Yeah. And then it got delayed again, and I think now it's on track, but I'm not sure. Um, we've got um, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, which is arguably the more exciting one between that and uh, Gotham Knights. At least mm-hmm. for me, it looks to be more exciting. Um, Gotham Legend Knights is like a very um, progressive from the Arkham story, and I think mm-hmm. Suicide Squad's its own story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we should get a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel coming out on the Switch next year. Uh, there's been a couple teasers, but we haven't seen the official title and we haven't seen like much in the way of a release uh, time frame yet, but it's supposed to come out next year. So fingers crossed. And then lastly, uh, the Lord of the Rings Golem, uh, which is going to be coming out on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, PC. So that one looks really cool. There was a, a new trailer for it at the Game Awards and um, they're they're doing a pretty cool take visually on it. Like they're not going exactly for what we saw in like Peter Jackson's um, Lord of the Rings trilogy, but uh, it, it, it has a cool visual style. I'm pretty excited for that one. Nice. Nice. Um, just because right, it popped into my head because yeah. uh, Titans DC Titans is on Netflix in Canada. Um, yeah. I suggest everyone should watch it. Like, I mean, if you ever like, it's not like the greatest of acting of all characters, but I mean the action in it, it's dark. It's like it's it's like there are blood and gore and stuff. The characters and the villains are very interesting. This last season actually was really, really good. I found I thought because um, it really goes into the depth of like Robins. 
because like it's basically the main character is um, Nightwing, who was a, his uh, Dick Grayson, who was a, the original Robin. Uh, but you also see Jason Todd. Um, so it's a lot of uh, it's something. If you're ever into like any of those kind of Batman characters, it'd be good. You see, like it's obviously about Raven. It's not if you enjoy the TV, the cartoon TV show, totally different completely different they kind of change raven a bit and they kind of change the first season it's like a little bit iffy yeah it has a lot of good character development in it but like the ending kind of is kind of kind of garbage but second season picked it right up and fixed it and um and then season three just came out um and it was really really well done so i say check it out if you haven't so because they got a season four too so um Alex, take us through the series and movies coming out in 2022 that we're most looking forward to. Nah, I'd rather not. Just kidding. Um, well, first things first, we got the Harry Potter reunion, clearly. Yeah. Jan 1. That'll be fun. Maybe, who knows? Maybe they're going to announce, like, oh, we're going to do the Cursed Child, and nobody wants that. Nobody in the world wants <laughs> Cursed Child as a movie. Um, what I want is a new original movie with those Harry Potter characters. That would be cool. With a new villain. That would be cool. It would be somebody else. Sounds um, J.K. Rowling. Yes, but fuck the cursed child. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, when I go back in time and change everything, just doesn't make any fucking sense. Apparently, it's a great play to see live, but the story just makes. Speaking no which, sense. are you going to get tickets? Have you gotten tickets? I have not. I have not. Is tickets available right now for next year? Mm. Did you get tickets? No, I haven't. Not me either. I thought about it, but I haven't. Give us free tickets, people. Um, uh, Peacemaker, which will be fun. Um, don't know if it's gonna be good, but you know, we'll, it'll, yeah. be, it'll be funny. I think Matt will John love Cena. it, but I fine. don't know. It's we'll basically see. Matt if Matt was an asshole. Um, <laughs> so not me. Yeah, well, I said if you were an asshole, this would be you. The way he, the things that he just says, like the eagle scene, that'd be yeah. you. Hey, it's a fucking you. Uh, you know, just just you. You know. Anyways, um, Morbius is a is a movie. So Jared Leto. Yeah. yeah, we're finally getting so that. That's movie. another one from the Sony Marvel uh, yeah. movies. Yep, that one's supposed to be uh, supposed to come out like last year or something, but we're getting it yeah. now. Yeah, uh, Uncharted, obviously, that's gonna be fun. That'll be good, I think. Um, hopefully, Mark uh, Mark uh, Wahlberg doesn't ruin it. Yeah, but it'll be fun. It's got told, took a lot of the story from the games. It's yeah, kind of mixed yeah. all of them Looks together. Like a combination, yeah. Except for the second one, clearly the second one is a movie on its own. Exactly, exactly. It's like you know what I mean. Like it has. It's like if it's it's such a cinematic game. Yeah, like it is the best one. Was cinematic and okay. All the Uncharted games have been cinematic, but like Uncharted Two was like a masterpiece of cinema. I think it's one of the best games from the PlayStation. Yeah, but uh, by far, yeah. um, Then there's the Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson and uh, Paul Dano. Um, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. I mean, if you're that's the third one, I think. Yeah, yeah, there's a new trailer out, I think came out in the last week for it, uh, two weeks um, ago, I think. But yeah, 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 was it two weeks ago? Yeah, and they've recast, um, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, god, what's his name? Grindelwald, um, yeah, yeah it's Grindelwald, and they it's now Johnny Mads, Depp. yeah, yeah, Johnny Depp played Grindelwald, and it's not Mads Malkelson or whatever his name is, Mads Malkelson, um, yeah. Yeah, totally. I think he'll do a good job. Yeah, yeah. It's just a change of like complete look, and it's kind of weird, but it happens. Um, <laughs> like they look totally different. Like they're two they do different look people. completely different. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
What else we got? We got Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, which will be the big next Marvel movie. Yep. It comes on um, May 6th. Yeah. People will love that. Uh, Top Gun, if that movie ever actually gets Top Gun taken out. Yeah. It was supposed to come out like four years ago. Um, I feel like this is like No Time to Die, you know, like No Time to Die was supposed to come out forever. And now we're waiting on Top Gun forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Jurassic World, the third one. Uh, Dominion, a light year that nobody cares about except for Matt. I'm very excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> just such a really pointless film in my opinion i think the toy stories <laughs> the toys i know it has nothing to do with the toy story yeah it does and it doesn't but i mean it's like mm. all right it's the same thing with it's like his origin story because i can't i guarantee you they're gonna make toy story 5 and i'm gonna be like let the series end like i know it's not a thing that they but like if to it do can keep doing this alex why would they because they just keep writing shittier, shittier movies, and can't, it's just like, all right, moving on. Uh, we got Thor: uh, Love and Thunder, which will be uh, a movie. Um, obviously, we got Black Adam, um, which will be yep. the new big DC movie, the first one we get, other than the yep. Batman. But this one will stick to. I don't know how it's going to change everything, because um, we're also going to get. Um, oh, what's his name? Shazam 2, I think we get it next year as well, but I don't know. Oh, really? I, I, I think, think so. It might, be, on the list. It might yeah. be. It might be next year, but I, they've pretty much shot it. So, okay. And um, we're kind of really hoping for the the connection between Black Adam and Shazam at some point. Yeah. Um, but Black Adam, it keeps, like, The Rock keeps teasing Superman for some reason. So yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, what if Season 2 at some point in our lives? Yep. Yeah. Um, MA7 that they shot like four years ago as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, it feels like it's been a while since we got the last Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Tom Cruise is just losing his fucking mind right now, I'm sure. Um, Obi-Wan's the story of Obi-Wan. Um, the Andor Star Wars story. Uh, some Spider-Man movie. Um, Spider-Man uh, across, across the Spider-Verse part one. Yeah, part the best one. Spider-Man the fact movies. that they have to do a part one is just a whole thing, right? <laughs> and here's the thing. You, you know, you know, people think it's the best movie ever. Then uh, why do they? Uh, why do they have to make a sequel? What? You know? Why wouldn't they? You know? Why ruin it? Why ruin it? Are they? Are they also, movies? first of all, I mean, if I wanted to watch an animated version of Spider-Man, I'll just read the comics. Um, <laughs> Anyways, then we got the Flash, the Flashpoint movie, which will be mm-hmm. fun. We just got an, uh, um, an announcement that uh, Michael Keaton is actually going to reprise Batman again in Batgirl, oh, wow. the movie Batgirl. Um, and uh, J.K. Simmons is going to replay, replay uh, Commissioner Gordon in that movie mm-hmm. as well. So that'd be cool. So we're, a lot of people are petitioning that uh, they want to, um, for the Flashpoint, that they want... Um, a uh i know a home scene and bring christian bale in as well but i don't think christian bale would ever come back to batman um no. i don't think he would he no. could but i don't think he ever i think he said it he would never do batman again without without uh you think they could get Nolan. Clooney in with his nipples yeah nobody wants that that's like the <laughs> last thing everyone wants if Val Kilmer was like healthy people yeah. would be okay with that but yeah. that's also never gonna happen but i yeah, know it could. I mean, it could. I mean, you never know. But uh, he's, he's dealing with a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this might be the boost he needs. You never know. And there's a lot more to it. I know. I know. But a I'm lot more saying. to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so that's what we're gonna see Bat Ben Affleck and uh Michael Keaton in the same scenes, cool. hopefully. Uh, Bell. Maybe Christian Bell, you never know. People will lose their shit if he shows up. Um, I would I'd be like, cool, worst Batman ever. Awesome. Um other than in George the best Batman films. Story wise, yes. Yeah. He's the worst Batman. And I'll fight anyone to say that. Um I think George Clooney's the worst Batman. <laughs> Well, I don't count George Clooney as a part of that movie. <laughs> we don't we don't count that. That movie doesn't exist. Um, we got Black Panther. Black Panther apparently was voted the most um, anticipated anticipated film mm-hmm. for Marvel this year. Yeah, um, which I mean makes sense because everyone's really wondering what they like, plan. What to are do. they going to do? Yeah, and uh, there has been also another petition that they say recast T'Challa, and everyone Marvel's like doesn't want to do it. Which I get, totally. But so there's like, a what is a Black Panther film without Black Panther? You know what I mean? Well, Black Panther could be anyone because he does it the comic That's books. True. Because like move on. Black Panther, like does like his sister does become Black Panther in the comic books sure. at some point. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently, like, there's a lot of negativity to, towards the actress who played his sister. Um, there has because been, well, she's, she's you know made a lot of not great comments. On yeah. The so. Yeah. But that's been halted production until next year, anyway. So we'll see. Probably, oh, okay. probably finish and um, finish by the end of, I would assume, January, or February, and then they'll get it out for November. I would assume. Yeah. Um, Creed three uh, that nobody wanted. Um, without uh, Sylvester without Stallone, Rocky. Yep. Yeah. It's the first. Yeah. And the end. Uh, Michael B. Jordan directing it. So that's be interesting. Hmm. Um, right. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special again. Nobody asked for it, but here we are. <laughs> um, I'm always so worried whenever I see holiday special after something because I'm just like, how many of them have been total flops? You it know? just doesn't make any sense. Why do it? And then, I, 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 yeah, I don't. and then, um, almost ten years later, I don't know how Avatar two accurate this is, but Avatar two is slated to come out next December. Yeah, it is. Yeah, December 16, 2022. Yeah. Um, well, it's done. They announced that it, it's done. They said they finished yeah. production and everything. So, um, what is the. So, I guess they gave out the synopsis too. It's Jake, Sully, yeah. and Nathria, I don't know how to pronounce her name, have formed a family and are doing everything to stay together. However, they must leave their home and explore the regions of Pandora. Cool. When an ancient threat resurfaces, oh no, Jake <laughs> must fight a difficult war against the humans. Who saw that coming? Everyone. Um, $250 million. That's it? Like, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, man. 200, like, I get it. It made more than that in the last one. Yeah. But fuck off. James Cameron, like fuck off. I'm curious to see how this one does. Like I, like the marketing machine that's probably going to get pushed into this, mm. you know, sequel. Well, think about it. Um, like the only re- like so, yeah. The, you're right. The marketing's going to take craziness. But who's really like they had to bring in Kate Winslet for fuck's sakes to really help build this one. 
because mm. like Sam Worthington has is hasn't done anything very successful. It's you got Zoe's Z- done. <laughs> yeah, right? you got Zoe Zaldana, sure, and Guardians yeah, has kind of been her big thing. Yep. Yep. But like, so you know, and you got Signori Weaver, obviously, but those aren't big enough names to keep drawing people in anymore. Like people know. Well, yeah. And like the, the, like the whole thing with the first one, like the technology that went into it and the 3d, which at the time was a big deal, but very yeah. quickly, we all got very sick of it very quickly afterwards. Yeah. Right. Um, which is also funny because I'm pretty sure the next movie that came out, which was either clash or wrath of the Titans that did the, like the post, three yeah. setup was also starring sam worthington like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the best and worst in at like in like back-to-back <laughs> movies yeah um yeah because they brought in kate winslet for this one kind of for their that's gonna be their big name because they also have like yeah. obviously vin diesel and michelle yo they brought back Stephen lang but these aren't like for general movie audience artists are gonna know those names like they're not yeah. gonna know like vin diesel's um, in it yeah apparently um <laughs> he's in the cast and then they got like interesting uh, cool things they got brought Jermaine Clement in it, so that's kind of cool. So clearly, they shot this in New Zealand. Um, Jermaine Clement's from um, Flight of the Concords, yeah. Um, and then they got like Gianni Ravasi, Ravasi returning, obviously, as well. Um, but yeah, like it's just like I don't know, I don't know how this one's gonna go as well, and I don't care for it. So, um, I think we've talked long enough at this point. We've covered uh, a whole lot. Yeah, There's a lot of stuff yeah. to look forward to. Um, 2021, it was a year. Cheers, man. I got Just nothing. Whatever you got. Mm, empty can. Go. <laughs> um, here's to a to a, a solid year and you know a whole oh, lot of podcasts. Yeah, you know? yeah. We, we, we got more to go. A lot um, more, to, more to come. We're hoping to get some more content pumped out. You know, on the YouTube's. Won't just be the podcast uh, next year. I, we've got some ideas in the books, and hopefully, some time coming up where we can really get into this and get yeah, together and sure. film some stuff. Um, tell us what you want to see. Tell us what you want us to talk about. You know, yes, it's yes. been fun. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a happy new year. Stay yes. safe. Be safe, and uh, don't uh, don't touch things that you're not supposed to. So, yeah, don't sure. lick things that you're not supposed to. Yeah, just don't put it in your mouth. Just don't you put it in um, your mouth. Anyways, it's been fun. Okay, bye. Thanks, guys. Take bye care. Bye. 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 Bye.